about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. The following program is rated TVMAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature. It's showtime. It's showtime, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another incredible episode here at Circle Debate Podcast, episode number 145. 145, señoras y señores. Bienvenidos a Circle Debate. The host of TV is what I've been seeing, of course. I'm here with my brother, mi familia, right here, mi sangre, my bloodline. That's right. And also here out on Bloodline Entertainment Network, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. And let me go ahead and introduce, of course, mi hermano, the one that doesn't need any roads because this man does it all. And we already know. Hey, Doc, we better back up. We don't have enough roads to get up to 88. Roads? Well, we're going. We don't need roads. Need any roads where this man takes you, ladies and gentlemen. And that is, of course, Mike DeNiro, wrestling DeLorean, Mr. DeLorean. What's going on, my brother? What's going on, man? What's going on, man? Yeah, I'm so glad to be here. As always, thank you so much. Another Sunday with the COD boys, bro. Shout out the merch, ladies and gentlemen. He has it right there, ladies and gentlemen. Beautiful. Beautiful merch right there. Oh, man. I am... Man. Yes, the applause, baby. Yes, that's right. Yes, but yes, ladies and gentlemen. Before we do this, get into the chat. Oh, what is going on? Ah, the banger about bangers. That's right, TK, baby. Get my nipples hard already, baby. I haven't even started yet. You already getting the nipples hard. Oh, JoJo, what's going on, man? Welcome to welcome to the show. Just in time, my boy J Man. Another one that gets me. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I was scissoring you right there, baby. That is right. My tribal chief. Yes, my tribal chief. Definitely. Bloodline is strong in the building today. Absolutely, it is. So what's going on, Dylan? That's right. Welcome to the podcast. What is going on, my brother? Now, before we begin, ladies and gentlemen, we have a huge announcement for you guys. And the biggest announcement we have, and I'm going to let this play for you guys, because coming this Thursday to the Bloodline Entertainment Network exclusively. So you guys better make sure you subscribe. Hit that subscribe but now, if you're not subscribed to the Bloodline Entertainment Network, because we're going to have a big surprise for you. But I'm going to let the teaser play it for you guys. Check it out. You're listening to the Russell Bread Podcast. With one beer. Two beers. You just went Austin 316. Oh my god. Tony? Yeah. Cut the shit. 
That is right, ladies and gentlemen. JD from the, the Breast of Bear podcast will be coming to the Bloodline Entertainment Network, baby. She'll be here making her debut, video debut live this Thursday coming up, March 23rd, 9 o'clock Eastern. Make sure you subscribe now and check out JD as another incredible podcaster that she is. Yeah. And if you, you heard her shows, you listen to her audios, but now it's time to see her on video and you will see her now live coming, making her debut on the Bloodlight Entertainment Network Thursday, March 23rd, 9 o'clock Eastern, uh, Eastern Standard Time, 8 o'clock Central, 6 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. So make sure you guys tune in this Thursday as JD will be going live. And I'm excited, man. I don't know if you're excited to do it, but I am excited for her. I'm excited as hell. JD is awesome. The WrestleBread podcast is awesome. And you guys got a little taste of JD on the pre-launch party for the Bloodline. If you missed that, go back and check out the pre-launch. Check out JD. You're going to see a lot more of JD here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. I'm so excited. Awesome, awesome, awesome announcement. Absolutely. I am excited. I cannot wait. Oh, that's right. This, that is right. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Get the ones up for our sister right there, JD, who's now is a Bloodline sister, as now she is part of the Bloodline Entertainment Network. I'm excited. And, man, that was such good shit. I cannot wait. Jesus, Jesus. Speaking of such good shit, it's time to get into two. All this week of professional wrestling for you guys. And, man, we got a lot I got you. the shakes that'll make you quake. I got the fries that'll cross your eyes. Mm-hmm. I got the burgers that'll... I just got burgers. We just got burgers. You know, my two guys, she ain't craving for a burger for a Sunday afternoon here in Southern California. Why not? <laughs> All right. So now got some in and out burger shit. Uh, but they're pretty soon going to the East Coast, man. They already you know they're moving to headquarters. Ain't gonna lie, it's a little overrated, but hey, <laughs> <laughs> I know it's overrated, but when it comes to me, it has to be my double double animal style with animal style fries. Oh man, too bad. Animal style. Gotta watch my color. Yes, gotta watch my. Oh man, that's right. Yes, yes. Oh, we live, baby. Kofi, we we live. That is right. Dirty Hills podcast, gentlemen. Subscribe to Dirty Hills. Mm. And let's get into it. Let's get into the action. Here was. Recapping Raw and SmackDown, as we all saw the announcement already that Edge already had challenged them, Balor, to hell in a cell. So we already saw that happening already. Uh, so I don't know how they're going to do that. If it's going to be night one, night two. So I'm, I'm stoked to see how they're going to build that hell in a cell. So there's an outdoor, somewhat of a stadium, a SoFi, even though it's kind of like a dome too, but it could be outdoor as well. So I'm really looking of how they're going to you know, pull that off. And then, of course, and we're seeing, you know, Dom challenging, you know, Ray for at WrestleMania. Like, there's so much good shit happening. This we were only two weeks away for WrestleMania, and there's already a lot of anticipation, a lot of matches being built. But I want to get to Raw before we get to SmackDown. So De Niro, with Raw, break it down for us. I mean, give us your thoughts overall about the whole show of Raw, and. Are you interested, invested on Finn Balor, Finn Balor and Edge in the Hell in a Cell mania? So break it down for us, brother. Yeah, you know, I, I definitely am excited. I know last week I came on the podcast and I said that I asked you, I remember asking you, do you think that the rumors are true? We'll still see Edge versus Finn Balor inside Hell in a Cell. So I'm glad that just a couple days, well, not even a couple days, I think 24 hours later, the match was made official. We we're going to be getting Hell in a Cell, Finn Balor and Edge. 
since Edge has came back, he's kind of made the Hell in a Cell like his matchup. Remember, he had that really good Hell in a Cell match in Saudi against Seth Rollins. Um, I think that is going to be really good to see him and Finn Balor. I think that Finn Balor may bring back the demon in this because if you remember, Finn Balor said, I've been to hell before and they couldn't handle my demons. I was on this podcast a couple weeks ago and I said that I don't think that the Judgment Day Finn Balor needs the demon, right? I think he has a character in its own with the Judgment Day, but I think that, you know, if there was ever a time to bring out the demon, it'll be right now inside Hell in a Cell. I mean, it makes perfect sense. I think that it's going to be awesome to see Edge and Finn Balor inside Hell in a Cell. Um, most definitely, Raw was another great show. I, I really enjoyed it, top to bottom. I think that Rey Mysterio is still saying no to Dom when Dom is asking for a WrestleMania match. You know, we're only two weeks away. I wonder what's going to be Rey Mysterio's breaking point. What is the Judgment Day going to do to make Rey Mysterio say, fuck it? You know what I mean? We got to go. Like, it, it's going to be interesting. I love what they did. You know, I'm going to keep it short here. Raw was really fun. I really enjoyed Raw. I think that there's a lot of cool things going on and a lot of momentum going into uh, WrestleMania so far. Oh, yeah. Indeed, absolutely. And then not only that, I mean, you mentioned it last week. Bringing Vicky Guerrero, I think, will be the greatest breaking point. If he, if let's say Vicky comes next Monday alongside with Dom, and then that's all. Oh. Imagine oh, Rhea. Rhea brings out Vicky. Let's, all right, you're calling me mommy, but let me bring out your real mommy over here. Vicky comes out. Excuse me! And then, oh, no. That's and money. Then, oh, that's money right there. Papa H, don't sleep on that, baby, because you want this story to be, oh, that's what I want. I just want it to get like, so hyped and so we can see, you know, Rey Mysterio finally break, you know, have a breaking point saying, oh, fuck it, all right, I'll take it. And it just him, oh, that would be so perfect to see that. I think I would yeah. love that. I, I would love that. I hope they do. Uh, one thing I noticed, too, like, oh, I guess we're seeing the, the breakup between Otis and Chad Gables as Otis is already over there. Modeling himself away, like I guess. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> you know we're seeing that already happening. Uh, did enjoy, you know, a solo and Kevin Owens matchup, uh, even though you know with the interference of the Usos. But other than that, uh, another thing that I'm really um, intrigued to is now we're seeing Chelsea Green and Carmella. I think yeah. that's a great tag team right there to start booking. Which we're gonna get into SmackDown because I have a lot of questions about that. But I think. You know, I want to hear. I want to hear your feedback on that. So, so far, Raw, man, Raw has been great. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Now let's get into the SmackDown side. Because now we're really going to get into the SmackDown side. Of course, we, as we all knew that there was no, it was a pretty much a draw. You could say. I mean, between Sheamus and, and Drew McIntyre, and then that's when they made the announcement: triple threat, triple threat match at WrestleMania. Gunther defending the Intercontinental title versus, of course, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. And then we also have, as well, uh, finally, let's hug it out, man. Let's just hug it. I love you. Oh, that's The whole crowd went crazy when we finally get to see Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn reunite. Reunited and it feels so good. It feels so good. It does. You got the reuniting of Kevin Steen, El Generico, Ring of Honor style. Why the hell not? I am excited. I'm still just waiting for the announcement. The challenge should be made for Mania, which should happen already next week. I wouldn't wait this much long. Cody, of course, trying to be the middleman, trying to get everybody together. Hey, man, come on, guys. We need to get together. We could do this. Uh, 
And then it happened. Cody in the back, smiling at a TV. At least he didn't bust a bread hard looking at it like this. <laughs> he didn't do that, okay? At least he didn't do that. No one watches TV like that, bro. Nobody watches TV like Bret Hart. Even the Young Bucks tried it. And I'm like, yeah, the neck would have been hurting. <laughs> oh, man, of course. And then, you know one thing I forgot to mention on Raw? I'm happy that LA Knight, let me talk to you, baby, is getting his opportunities. His match with Cody was not bad either. Not on yet. Raw, and I loved it. And then you know, and then LA Knight, man, man I can't wait. I, I, I'm, I'm happy that he's getting that moment, you know, that star momentum, and he's getting more involved TV style. I'm so happy. I'm a big fan of being like Drake, you know. And I always loved it. He, he, that guy has the mic skills that people should listen and learn from this guy, you know. I saw one. I saw one thing on Twitter a while back, like a couple of days ago. They posted who will win between the promo battle between LA Knight and MJF. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> that's a tough one. I can't really decide on that one. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a tough one on that one. Who will win that promo battle? But man, that Charlotte Flair, of course. It, it just, man, it, it's getting there. Like I, that should be co-main event, maybe Charlotte and Rhea. I'm liking the anticipation. I'm loving just the hype of it, the, the feud between both of them. But another question that I had also on SmackDown, they announced a, what, like a fatal four-way, a special. Then you have, you know, Raquel mm-hmm. Rodriguez and Liv Morgan advancing. So this yeah. is what we can tell already that we're going to have. They're going to involve Ronda and Shayna in this. And I'm, I'm assuming that this fatal four-way probably be for number one contendership uh, for those tag team titles probably for Backlash, which they should just make the announcement for that. The winner of this will get a tag team title shit on Backlash. They might as well fucking do it. That's the case. I'm Okay, you already have the first team. After all, the, you know, have the other, which is Shayna and Ronda. Uh, I would add Chelsea Green and Carmella in this one, honestly. I would. I, I don't care what anybody I know. I, I, like I like the duo for sure. Mm-hmm. And then the last one, who could we add? So they could get their Mania payday. I would say... <laughs> Um, I would say maybe, uh, Jesus, the last woman, who would, who could it be? I would say Shotzi and she could find someone else to team with her. Uh, I think that could be the opportunity. That could be, uh, be fun for her. Shotzi. I would say Shotzi and Natty, maybe Shotzi and Candice LeRae. Maybe that at least have that or Shotzi and Mia Yim, you know, or oh, no, you know what? What about Candice LeRae and Nikki Cross? Oh, also right. doing this whole storyline where she wants to be shot, uh, be uh, Candice's friend. Absolutely, you're absolutely right about that. I forgot, yes. Oh, I'll never forget when Mickey was such a good blizzard booze and she doesn't couldn't re- recite their lines. If she comes out, it would be a could be a uh, trigger in a yes, for sure. It would be Brian. Shout out to Brian Cook, ladies and gentlemen. Oh man, I'm good, brother. Yeah, oh, Timmy, Tim and Rhea, yes, that was it. Was what's going on, Get Show? What's going on, my brother? Yeah. Hell yeah, what's going on, man? Subscribe to Get Show Podcast, man. They do such good shit. But man, yeah, give us your take, bro. Like, I mean, overall SmackDown, and how would you book this Fatal Four with this women's tag team Fatal Four Way at Mania? Uh, first overall SmackDown, I thought it was really good. I, I enjoyed it. I love that you had that arc, that story arc go through the whole show of Cody Rhodes trying to get Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn on the same page. And then it looks like Kevin Owens is leaving the venue and Sami Zayn's trying to like, you know, convince him in the parking lot. 
And then finally, in the end, we get the big moment where it finally happens. You know, I, I'm still, I'm still conflicted. I thought that would have been cooler. Like I said, don't give an answer until Mania. You know, that crowd will pop huge if you know the Usos was just taking out Sami Zayn at Mania, and then all of a sudden Kevin Owens makes the save and we get the title match. But you know, we all knew we were going to get to this point. I'm glad that we're finally there. Great, great, great moment with in the end where Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens hugs it out. You know, I I've been a fan of these guys for a long time. You know, we, you just mentioned uh, El Generico and Kevin Steen in Ring of Honor. They, they, these guys have been up and down and through feuds, blood feuds, and always find a way to get back as a team afterwards. So I think that it's really cool that we have this. And I'm going to say right now, you know, I might piss off our tribal chief, but I'm giving the, the tag titles to Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. If this matchup goes down, I'm giving it to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Mm. As for LA Knight, LA Knight is a fucking star, bro. I think that this guy, you know, I'm hoping the rumors are true. You know, what I mean, we we got Dave Meltzer reporting it, we got a bunch of people reporting it. I'm hoping the rumors are true. I, if it's going to go down, they better fucking announce it now because it's literally a week away. But if we get Stone Cold Steve Austin versus LA Knight, I think that that match will be very underrated. And I would love if Stone Cold Steve Austin comes out before WrestleMania and these guys have a promo war because. The what versus the yeah would be fucking awesome. Yeah. 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 What? Yeah. What? Yeah. That'd be, you got to have that moment. You got to have that moment. As for what? Love it. <laughs> As for uh, the, the triple threat going down at Mania for the IC title, you know, that was another rumored matchup that we were going to get. Now we know how we got there. It's basically a draw between Sheamus and McIntyre. That matchup is going to be a fucking banger and has all the tools to steal the show at Mania. This matchup has all the tools to be the best matchup at WrestleMania, bar none. Sheamus versus McIntyre versus Gunther is going to be a fucking banger, bro. And then on top of all that, you know, that the fight between Charlotte and Rhea Ripley had such a realistic feel to it. It felt like these two women hate each other. And that's something that I love about pro wrestling. You have those moments where it's like, it suspends your disbelief. You know, it's fucking fake. You know, it's predetermined. You know, these girls probably have no problem with each other, but the way they were bringing the intensity on the camera makes it seem like these girls want to hate each other and want to destroy each other. And that's what makes me excited for their matchup by WrestleMania. I'm hearing rumors that they might go last on night one. I think that, you know, that might be a it's going to be a great main event, but I think that it might be a missed opportunity to have Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Usos in the main event. So I, I like what TK brought up a couple weeks ago. I think that that still should be the main event of night one, and then Cody versus Roman night two. What else am I missing? Oh, you said, what's my thoughts on the four-way? Yes. The four-way, it seems, you know, like they're just trying to get people on the show to do, you know, like you said, get their WrestleMania paycheck. And I think that if anybody or any division deserves to be on that show more than anything, it is the women. Cause this year, just like every year in the past five years, the women have been such a bright spot for the WWE and been absolutely killing it. So I think that the women deserve to be showcased on WrestleMania. So I'm not mad at this four-way matchup, this four-way tag team matchup, but I do wish that they did announce what's if four and I wish they did announce the stakes because right now I believe it's just being announced as a four-way women's showcase. Like a WrestleMania showcase, you don't go to the the grandest stage of them all, the, the showcase of the immortals, like WrestleMania, just to have a exhibition matchup. You know what I mean? I think that you you need to give it some stakes. Maybe you have the women's tag team matchup night one 
And then you have this matchup night one, and then the winner of both of those matchups face up night two. I can see that happening too. So we'll see what happens, but I think that they need to have some type of stipulation or some stakes for this matchup. Overall, SmackDown and Raw, amazing. WWE had a great week. Oh, yeah. No, it definitely had a great week for WWE. I mean, heading, you know, heading into Mania. A lot of people are really not excited for it. I've noticed because I've been, you know, I, 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 you know, I read and I see other, other shows that are like, oh, but it's not much of a hype. But I mean, it is. A, it, I mean, I get it that the fact is that we're being rushed into these stories. However, though, change of plans. Papa Age already had plans to do probably five matches for both nights. How now, because people, you know, behind the scenes complaining. And, of course, I'm pretty sure Vincent Kennedy McMahon had something to say about it. Well, hey, power, you just have some more matches. You know, you, you can't just have five and make these matches longer. You know, you got to add these, you know, these people. And I'm like, I get it. People want to, don't want to miss, miss their mania pay, you know, you know, paydays. And, you know, you mentioned it before, you know, you mentioned it a couple weeks back that, like, so what? Who cares? Like, then work your ass off to get to a, a storyline for mania. I totally agree. But I, I, but you know, the, the situation obviously, of course, he had to now create stories, input stories, heading into these two nights and adding into the card. So it's like I said, I'm still gonna wait and critique Papa H's season after Mania because that's from there is where I can say I where I can grade Papa H ever since taking over creative, and you know what direction he took. He took pretty much, you know, heading into WrestleMania this year. So that from there, I'm gonna like I said, I'm patiently waiting. Not gonna say anything. I'm gonna be quiet. Yes, I just want Papa H to have his moment. I think this is gonna be his moment, and I'm excited and I am stoked. Definitely is stoked about For it. For sure. Oh man. All right. And then I just very brief want to get into, of course, NXT. Well, actually, no, I'm gonna wait for NXT. One thing I do want to bring up though, since we're in the topic of the WrestleMania. As of course the rumors already been been so you know very Wyatt and Lashley's matches in jeopardy. Wyatt, I guess I don't know the details. I guess injury. I think you mentioned it last week. Either he needed some time out, you know, time away. Not sure where you know where they're going with this. If this match doesn't happen, Denaro, what is next for Lashley? If Wyatt is out permanently, I mean, how would you book Lashley heading into Mania in this case? This is a because we're two weeks away, and this match is in questionable jeopardy, then what's next? You know, take it away. I mean, you know, there's a lot of rumors on what's going on with Bray Wyatt. Some say it's injury. Some say, you know, he's taking time away because, you know, other factors. There's the rumor that now that Vince McMahon is more backstage, Vince and Wyatt never really liked each other, so Bray Wyatt doesn't want to be there. There, I even read a rumor that said that somebody that worked really closely with Bray Wyatt during the Firefly Funhouse era, you know, he was a writer for WWE. He's no longer there, so Bray Wyatt is not going to, you know, want to perform. There's so many rumors, like, we, we don't know what's going on, but as of right now, Bray Wyatt is probably not going to be at WrestleMania. I'm going to tell you this right now. There's two things you could do. One sounds a little fucked up, but... Just cancel Lashley and Omos. I don't care if you have to fake a goddamn injury for Omos. Just cancel that shit and give us Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar. Let's get a real fucking matchup this time. Because the last two times they fought, it wasn't a real matchup. With a, it was horrible finishes. Let's get a real matchup. Let's have a real victory here. And that would be a great matchup for WrestleMania. 
if not, then I would just have Lashley in that matchup. Have Lashley versus Omos versus Lesnar. Somehow insert Lashley in that matchup because I can't see him being anywhere else on the card. I don't know. I, I think that it's a little last minute, but I guess we'll find out tomorrow on Raw to see what they do with Lashley because Lashley is too big of a star to not have on WrestleMania. And if Bray Wyatt is indeed not going to be wrestling at WrestleMania, you have to do something big with Lashley. And right now, if Les, if the rumors are true and Lesnar is walking away after WrestleMania, in my opinion, you got to end this story between Lashley and Lesnar. That's more important than Lesnar versus Omos. You need to end this story, and this is Lashley's last. I mean, if this is Lesnar's last match, and Lashley now has an open spot, WrestleMania, Lashley, Lesnar, Omos, you know, fake injury or some shit, bro. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that could be the case too, man. I think you're absolutely right on that. Because if this match does cancel, then might as well just cancel the Omos and Lesnar. Or unless you make the Lesnar Omos a quick one minute squash. Um, he grabs him, they you know, they grapple. Okay, he throws him twice around. Lesnar grabs him, F5s him. Well, this is all I got. My WrestleMania moment. Lashing music hits. I just have this do it right now. Have their match. Let them have at least 10 minutes involved. And mm. then that's it. And have Lashley over. Lesnar goes, walks away. I mean, I mean, that'd probably be the best thing you could do to, Love it. you know, to put over Lashley. You know, since you mentioned Lesnar, if, if it's true that he does leave, then might as well, you know, take the fall. Take the pin and bye, Felicia. I mean, that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's pretty much what you can do, you know? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what else he could do. But, I mean, it, it's it, – it, it's. I just feel bad for Lashley, you know, for Wyatt. You know, it sucks because they're in this dilemma. And if Vince really – see, this Vince, stay away, man. You need to fuck stay away. If not – we don't have to call somebody for Vince McMahon to get him out of the picture. No, solo. <laughs> solo, man. Solo his ass. Ooh, just solo his ass because he needs to get solo. Jesus Christ. But man, uh, yeah, we'll see how that's gonna you know turns out to be. Can I just say I'm not mad if this matchup is canceled. To be honest, mm-hmm. I did not see this matchup being a good matchup. You know, I. Here's the thing. You would have to have Bray Wyatt win because you're going to continue to build Bray Wyatt. And right now, I don't think Lashley deserves to lose. So what do you do with this? Like, if this matchup does happen at WrestleMania, who wins? And on top of that, I don't know. This could could just be me, like, talking on my ass. It doesn't seem like these guys would have good chemistry any fucking way. Like, I feel like Lashley deserves something bigger. And Bray Wyatt deserves to continue to build that character. I thought, in all honesty, I thought that they were going down the line of, you know, we'll see Bray Wyatt versus Uncle Howdy at WrestleMania. But instead, we're getting Lashley thrown into this, and that just seemed very random. It was like last minute in the first place, because I think that the original plan was for Bray Wyatt and Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar refused. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just feel like Lashley deserves better. Lashley is a fucking megastar, and... I would like to see a finish to Lashley and Lesnar, and I would like to see them have an actual matchup and an actual finish before Lesnar is done. So I don't know. That that's where I thought, you know, the whole lead up, you know, Elimination Chamber, Royal Rumble, even Crown Jewel before that. I thought they were leading up to Lesnar Lashley, the final showdown at WrestleMania. We didn't get that. Then we get these two random matches with Omos and Wyatt. And now it's you know, we're not going to even probably get Wyatt versus Lashley. So it's just a big clusterfuck right now. It's it's a mess. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a whole mess in this one. I mean, I'm with you too. I think I think it should have been, you know, 
Wyatt and Uncle Howdy. I think that story would have been, it should have been told better, and we would have kind of understood what was the purpose of Uncle Howdy's appearance in the first place. Mm-hmm. And that's where they dropped the ball on that. Uh, with Lashley and Lesnar, yeah, that should have happened. Like the fight pit that we mentioned weeks ago here on the show, that they should have a fight pit. You know, have Cormier again, bring him back, and have him refereeing the match in the fight pit between Lesnar and Lashley. So they're both former MMA fighters. Yeah. Why not? They could have done that. But I, I, if Vince did put his input on this highly, then I, it's, it, what can we say? It's Vince McMahon. It, it, that's just, you know, it's the powers to be. He is, though, he's the boss, he is owner. You he know, his mind, his, yeah, his mind is just like, yeah, I want this. Yeah. This is such good shit. But he'll say, he'll say that, and he, then he'll tell you, he'll tell Papa H, hey, pal, we. We make movies. You know, make movies like well, this is not the movie, Vince. This is WrestleMania. This is not what the movie we wanted to see, damn it. No. So uh, we'll see. You know, we have two weeks. We'll see how they book Lashley. No word from White as of yet. So my fear is what they do is they they still go with the story, right? And they just instead of White, you will have Uncle Howdy. That's yeah, I know. Lashley <laughs> deserves so much better than that. Yes, I totally agree, man. I, I Jesus. Oh, man. Why? But oh, well. oh, well. All right. It's time to get to, to NXT 2.0, baby. Yes. I want to get into this because, oh, another, this, this is all Shawn Michaels' stories in one show. All his feuds that he had, all his storylines, everything else is all in this fucking show. I, uh, one thing, I don't know what's going on with Roxanne Perez. I, there's room in your windows. She's having personal issues. That this is the reason why they did this story, her fainting out story, because she's having personal issues. And like I said, we don't need to know. It's her private life, and I'm hope everything wish her the best. Yeah. And it's an unfortunate because you know we're heading into Mania weekend, and that's a great opportunity for her to showcase. And it's, but I get it. You got to take care of whatever family or any other personal issues needs to be taken care of. So I wish her nothing for the best. You know, of course, we got the announcement that they're doing. Uh, a five-way ladder match for the vacated NXT Women's Championship. Still no words if she's going to compete in that or not. Uh, but if there, if she is, I'm happy that she does. If she takes the last spot, I think. Yeah, I think they're going to save that for the last spot. So right now they, they need to rush it quick because right now is you need to start getting your matches now. You have your two more weeks out of the way. You have next week and they have the following week to you know book that ladder match for the Women's NXT Championship. Uh, another thing I did, did like was that Gigi Dolan and already uh, Zoe Starks is already in that those two, those two spots out of the five. So we still have at least you know three more spots open left, and so I'm excited for it. I, we're gonna see JC Jane in it. She's gonna be in it. We already know. I, I'm not even questioning she's gonna be in part of that match. But there's but she said that she hurt her shoulder, so she may not be part of this matchup. So I maybe not. Well. It's okay, Dom. Appreciate you, brother. That's right. Brother, brother Dom. Yes. Uh, yeah, I hope she does come back so strong. I, I hope so too. And then we did get, of course, the Isla Dawn and, and Kelly Ray. Now they're the number one contenders for the women's NXT tag team championships, heading a stand and deliver. I kind of wish they could have booked that one a fatal four-way. Uh, I think that would have been more intriguing to see, but if they're doing it one-on-one, that's fine. Uh, JD McDonough, of course, uh, Igla. I think that's going to be a, a you know upcoming great match. 
Of course, Wesley, he demanded to have like a fatal five-way for heading into set and deliver for the NXT North American Championship. I love it. I love the, like, the ambition. Oh, I just love like everything what they're doing here. And of course, the you know, Braun Breaker and Carmelo Hayes. I'm waiting for that. I love the ending of how they ended the show with them, you know, then putting pretty deadly to the table. Uh, it's that's a oh, man, that's like another mania moment to see two young stars. Not like the fact how they complimented with each other. You see, pretty deadly. Come on, what do you want to see? Some drama, some action. Here's your drama. Bam! There you go. That goes your drama. But I was happy. The other drama I do like is how Grayson went to Gargano's home and the whole beatdown happened at Gargano home. I like that. See, and I hope Gargano gets his closing chapter in NXT by defeating Grayson Waller and then just continue being in the main roster. And, like, I, I just – I hope nothing best for, for Candice and Gargano because, man, I hope they keep continue building him up and building him up because they need that build. Honestly, they really do uh, in the main roster. But – at least one thing I would say that that so the audience could be familiar with Gargano. At least they're really pa- repackaging what he has done, like all his credentials, attributes that he gave to being, you know, Mister Takeover. I'm glad they're taking they're they're touching that history back because now the audiences who I'm hoping they watch NXT two besides Raw and SmackDown can get more familiar with Gar- Gargano. Oh, okay, this is Gargano, you know. Oh, because because not in the beginning. He wasn't getting. Oh my God, Johnny wrestling now is in the main roster. So I, I, I'm excited. I'm stoked, man. This NXT. I mean, NXT has been so good lately. There are another ones that are telling stories, heading into standing deliver. What are your thoughts, Dinner? What are you do? You know, overall, all these you know storylines that are coming to stand and deliver. Can you say that you're actually excited now, heading into this event for many a weekend? Oh yeah, you know they didn't have to do shit, right? The moment that they announced Braun Breaker versus Carmelo Hayes, I was excited. Because like I said, I've been saying for a while, like that's my, right now, I think that's the biggest matchup that NXT could do. Um, so, yeah, I'm extremely excited for that. Um, I feel like, you know, you, you, you raised a good point right now. I feel like it was a great idea to show the history of Johnny Gargano. But they should have done that shit when he returned on the main roster, you know? I agree. We, we always gave AEW shit. For not giving video packages, that was a missed opportunity. Same thing goes for Bronson Reed. Same thing goes for Dexter Lumis. Same thing goes for Karrion Cross. They, this is why the main roster, they're they're kind of like you know not getting the reactions because they're, they're still virtually unknown. And even though NXT is on TV, not everybody's watching NXT. So hopefully, you know, NXT does show the history of these guys, and then the main roster will follow suit but yeah we we are missing out on those video packages to show what they are who they are and what they could do i really did like the whole uh grayson waller johnny gargano battle in the home that that reminded me a lot of the triple h randy orton when they fought the house you remember when triple h like invaded randy orton's house oh yes (laughs) through the window and shit that was that was awesome i i definitely think that we we have a, a lot of good storylines, but I love what you said about a lot of these storylines are very HBK influenced. They they feel like old storylines that HBK went through, starting with the Roxanne Perez's passing out, you know. And I do hope that we do see her back soon and stronger than ever. But if not, you know, respect to her. I I'm a huge Roxanne Perez fan, but definitely right now it's a lot of good bright points for NXT. Definitely think that 
stand and deliver is going to deliver, no pun intended. <laughs> but yo, anything on that show is just a plus because, like I said, Carmelo Hayes versus uh Braun Breaker alone is going to be a phenomenal matchup. So anything else is just the side dishes that are going to make the encore, the entree taste amazing. You know what I mean? Yep. Lots of food references because I miss my boy Matt Callis. Shit. Damn, man. There we go. He'll be he'll be back soon, ladies and gentlemen. He'll be back. He'll be soon back. My guy. The schedule going, and then he'll be back soon. He already reached out to us as well. So yes, definitely. I'm excited. Another thing that's coming up this this Friday, of course, coming up on March 21st. That is Impact. You know, wrestling sacrifice coming to you on Impact Plus. Make sure it then. A lot of stories for you too, man. We're gonna have Bully Ray versus Tommy Dreamer in a busted open match. You're gonna have, of course, Mike Speedball, Mike Bailey versus Jonathan Gresham, and you know, Deanna Praza versus Giselle Shaw, Joe Henry, of course, versus Brian Myers, Trey Miguel. We're getting a mystery opponent that you know Santino will choose. And shout out to Santino because his former partner came in impact, and I can't believe I forgot his name. Vladimir Kozlov. Kozlov, he came on yeah. too. That was awesome to see, man. I, I'm stoked to see that. But let's look at the card very momentarily. And you just there you go. So what do you give us your take? The which one you're excited. So let me continue announcing these matches. So yes, you're gonna have Kenny King versus PCO, uh, Joe Henry, Byron Myers, Dreamer, Billy Ray, Deanna Peraza versus Giselle Shaw, uh, Mickey James defending the Knockouts Women's Title versus Jordan Grace. The rematch. One thing, hey, shout out to our boys TDMK man, T Bad Dude Tito that we had on the show. He's oh, gonna yeah. he's gonna be there teaming up with Shane Hayes, challenging the Bullet Club, Chris Bay and Ace Austin for the Impact Tag Team Championship. Shout out to you know to Chris and Austin for winning them uh, from Motor City Machine Guns. Great matchup. I'm happy for them that they got those titles. And the main event for the Sacrifice Time Machines. They're back together, baby. Well, Time Splitters because it was mainly uh, Alex Shelley and. Of course, Kushida, but now you have Chris Saban involved. So now you're going to have him as they'll be teaming up in a six man tag versus Josh Alexander, Rich Swan, and Frankie Kazarian. So, De Niro, are you excited for this card coming up this Friday on Impact Plus? Hell yeah, man. Like, I- I'm one of Impact Wrestling's biggest advocates. Impact Plus is $7.99. It is worth every fucking penny. Whether you want to go down and relive the impact on Spike years, the Asylum years, or for these Impact Plus exclusive events like this. Like, first of all, you know, shout out to Dan. I was just about to get there. Bailey versus Gresham is going to be a fucking banger. Their first matchup was awesome. Jonathan Gresham, one of the best technical wrestlers going today versus Mike Bailey, who is on top of the world. And I told you that, in my opinion, in 2023, he's going to be Impact Wrestling's breakout star, and he's going to be an Impact Wrestling world champion. I think that this matchup is going to be awesome. Yo, Dom, if you're still in the chat, you're going to appreciate that I might be one of the only people still interested in Tommy Dreamer and Bully Ray going at it in 2023. You know, on the ECW shows, just last week there was a promo for Tommy Dreamer and the Sandman versus the Dudley Boys, and that was 1998. Here we are in 2003, Tommy Dreamer and Bully Ray still going at it. I love it. I'm a big fan of nostalgia, hence the DeLorean, but definitely excited for that matchup. But some of these other matches, you know, shouts TMDK, killing it, doing big things for New Japan Strong. Really cool that we see TMDK versus the Bullet Club, two teams that are New Japan representatives here in Impact Wrestling. 
Yeah. Love that main event. Six man tag time machine. You know what I mean? If people don't get the time machine name, like you said, you have the Motor City Machine Guns and the Time Splitters. So you have Time Machine. <laughs> so when you fight <laughs> both teams, right? Going against Josh Alexander, Frankie Kazarian, and Rich Swan. Always fun to see Rich Swan. Rich Swan is actually, you know, a friend of the podcast. I, I have nothing but good things to say about Rich Swan. Always was a fan of Frankie Kazarian. I always was a big fan back in the day of Kazarian and his time in TNA. So, so cool to see him full-time back in TNA. And Josh Alexander, who's been doing big things and killing it with the Impact Wrestling World Champion, I don't think he's going to hold that title for long. I think that the winner of Jonathan Gresham versus Mike Bailey may be getting a title shot very soon. And I think that whoever wins that matchup may be a legitimate threat to Josh Alexander. He, I could go on and on. I mean, who, who do you think is going to be the hand-picked opponent for Trey Miguel? Right now, you have Impact Wrestling working a lot with New Japan going into WrestleMania weekend. Maybe you have somebody take that X Division title from Trey Miguel. Maybe it's Kenta. I know that they're going to be working with Kenta a lot. So maybe Kenta comes out, he beats Trey Miguel, becomes the TNA X Division champion. That would be cool. Oh, you know, man. shout out to Giselle Shaw and Deanna Perrazzo, two women who have been killing it. I think that Deanna Perrazzo still may be one of the best women's wrestlers in the planet. So definitely that's awesome. And always cool to see. My girl, Mickey James. You know what I mean? Hardcore country in the hardcore country. Yeah. Definitely a, it's definitely a stacked event. I think that, you know, a lot of good matches on the show, a lot of matches that could be considered, you know, worth the $7.99 for the month of Impact Plus alone. So, cop the fuck Yes, people, get involved. Get on it, man, because we got to support and help out Impact, man, because they're – shout out to George McClive for Straight Talk because he will be there at an attendance for Impact nice. Sacrifice. And this, this event will be in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. So, you know, best uh, – shout out to him. It's going to be awesome to see. And, uh, yes, well, I, I miss SCU too, man. SCU, SCU. No, you know who I miss, right? And this is going to take a real way back. I don't even know if people remember that these guys were a team, but – before SCU, Frankie Kazarian was in a team with Michael Shane, a.k.a. Oh, Matt yes. That was oh a good attack. Bring back Matt Bentley and Frankie Kazarian to TNA. If you know, you know. You know what I mean? If you were watching back in the Asylum years, you know. So, Oh, yes. Yes, uh, yes they yeah. are in this card, too. Henry and uh, Myers is also a few that's been very entertaining. Joe oh, Henry is such an entertaining wrestler, man. Oh, absolutely, man. He's a very entertaining wrestler, man. Yes. Uh, we I, yeah, I missed it last week, but I caught it up today. So I'm gonna get, trying to get caught up with you know everything going around this week. Speaking of caught up, very quick pro wrestling news, ladies and gentlemen. Then it's an unfortunate again. It's happening again, and that is Davy Richards. Of course, the announcement that he is retiring once again from professional wrestling due to the allegations that are being brought up to him for domestic violence. Uh, he's going through marital issues. That is going to be a separation again from his current wife. Uh, and now he's stepping back away from pro wrestling once again to get everything clarified. And there was a lot of, you know, allegations towards him, even, you know, from, I don't know, the, I don't know the details of it, but what I've read about more about the talents and his personal life. And I guess it's unfortunate because I was just happy to see this man back in professional wrestling. I was there when he won the PWG world title uh, from Kenny Omega. I was there at PWG. Wow, this is like 2016, I believe. So it was actually way before that. I, yeah, way before that. It was like 20, damn, 2009 or 2010. I don't remember that. Yeah. But I was there and I and saw my PCW Ultra. Now he's been pulled out of all the cards because right now he was booked for PCW as well, coming up on April 22nd. But he was pulled from that event. So 
you like I said, for me, I'm gonna give my brief thoughts. You know, it's whatever. I'm not the man to give. It's I'm just sad that he's going through this, and that he's retiring from wrestling. I'm speaking for the pro wrestling part. Now, when it comes to his persona, I'll let the judge jury take care of that. I'm not gonna skip my defend him or even put against him. You know, innocent to proven guilty. So that's all I can say about you know Richards. If that's if it's if it goes to legal actions, you know, with these allegations. So I don't know if you feel the same, General. No, yeah, I definitely agree. You know, this is a, a shame. Davey Richards, this is what, like, retirement number eight, number nine? You know what I mean? I don't know who has more retirements, Davey Richards or Terry Funk. But not to make light of the situation. <laughs> you, know, you, mentioned, you mentioned being there for Davey Richards winning the PWG title. I was actually there for when Davey Richards won the Ring of Honor title in the Hammerstein Ballroom at Best in the World 2011. And, you know, I remember I went with my mom and my mom was tearing up because of the Davey Richards promo afterwards. I feel like he is such a talented wrestler. He's another guy who continues to get in his own way. And, you know, if it, it comes down to him retiring again, if that's what's best for him, then maybe it's just best for him to take that step back and go home. But as for the allegations, you know, he, he's strongly denying the allegations who knows? Like we weren't there. Like you said, innocent until proven guilty. We'll see how that plays out. But it's just a shame because fucking, you know, Davy Richards, such a talented wrestler who could have been so much more. He's in the same category as a lot of these other guys. The, the you know, the Teddy Hearts, the the low keys, the fucking Austin Aries, all these talented, talented wrestlers. Where it's like, yo, these guys should be on top of the world, but they keep getting in their own way. Yeah. It's an unfortunate man. It, it's it sucks. I mean, I wish him nothing for the best. I hope all that could get clarified, and hopefully he could change his mind and you know come back, and hopefully that gets situated. Take care of that privately, and to all the dirt she's out there, stay away. Let this man take care of what he's take care of. Word. You know, leave him alone. You know, don't ask him questions. Anyway, no, no, no. Leave this man alone. Certain things have to be news, you know. Yeah, certain things we could, you know, like we brought it up, but some we're giving our opinion about it, and that's what we could do. Yeah. But we're not gonna dig in deep and say, "Oh my God, well this is what happened." No, I, I leave the man alone. Let him have his privacy, and I'm wishing him nothing for the best for that. And then we got another uh, the departure. The Bella Twins are no more in WWE. Now they're the Garcias. I'm. I, I Jim Cornette said this on on his show. He's like. Well, they should have been the damn Laurinaitis. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I called them Laurinaitis. Like, wow. I don't think they want to have the Laurinaitis last name. Uh-huh. Corny, I don't think they want that. I wouldn't even know about that. Hey, who's the Laurinaitis? Hey, he was, yeah. <laughs> no, we don't want none of that. So it's just like, oh, no. Oh, man. But what is what is next for the Twins? What is next, you know, for Mickey and Brie Garcia? What is next for them? Uh, something I I just have a feeling I already know, and I guarantee you this man I've already parted to reach out to them, and you know who I'm talking about. You know I'm talking about you, and you oh, yeah. know it. Yeah. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> bullshit because you're gonna sign them. I know you are. You're gonna fucking sign them. I know you're gonna sign them <laughs> for the twins. You're gonna add them into this outcast fucking feud, which is not a bad idea to be honest. I mean, I wouldn't. Be, I mean, you tell me that everyone. Break it down, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead. Break it down. Break it down. To be honest, I don't want to, you know, rain on anyone's parade, but 
I think that their careers are over. I think that this is, you know, their pro wrestling careers are over. I think that this is them getting freedom so they could continue being reality TV stars and not have to give WWE a portion of that money. You know what I mean? This is them going on and continuing to work with the E, I guess, the E network. Not not WWE, but the E network, where you know you have like a reality show for them or something. I don't see them wrestling. I could see them making appearances for AEW. Like I could see, you know, maybe Brie Garcia makes an appearance with uh, Brian Danielson. Maybe she tries to get him to come back or something. I just don't see them being a full time wrestlers again. Like they they retired. They had their you know share of injuries too. Nikki Bella has a former broken neck. She got neck fusion surgery, so this is not something that you really want to come back from. So. I, I think that this is more for them to have a career in reality TV outside of wrestling, but mm. don't, don't, you know, don't just say that this means that this is not going to be any wrestling appearances. Cause like I said, I think that I could see a couple one-off appearances or Brie maybe walking out with Brian Danielson or something. I just don't think that it's going to be for the outcasts or, and the other thing, it would make sense. It would be par- perfect. Like, I would love that. Like you said, that would be awesome because if anybody has, like, that attitude of we're better than you and we've been to the top and you haven't, I think that the Bree, well, the Breeze, the Bellas could uh, definitely have that attitude and it could make you hate them. So that would be awesome, but I don't see it happening. I mean, I wouldn't mind for it to be, like, a one-time deal. Like, if you're speaking about pro wrestling, I can agree. That I think they could probably, I think they're done in in ring. Um, I don't, but I don't mind seeing them getting involved. Maybe as manager role, like to be like supporting cast. Like, yeah, hell yeah, outcast. You know, yeah. I don't mind seeing that. I mean, let's see. Yeah, they're not gonna come back to the ring. I don't, I don't see that either. Um, we don't need dream mode anymore, please. Oh my god, <laughs> we don't even want to. Like, we don't even want to oh, see god. that. And that oh song was hard. My god. Oh, that song! <laughs> oh, that that theme song was just like, what the fuck was that? Oh, no, no. Fuck that! Though. You can look, but you can't touch. That shit was horrible, bro. I fucking <laughs> cheap heart, my fucking. <laughs> fuck that shit! Oh, that is horrible. Oh no, this is horrible. Uh, I Jesus, I I don't. I, <laughs> I, oh my god! I yes, I. I, like I said, I don't know. I mean, I, I saw Baker in the chat mention they just want to, you know, get their, you know, get their hundred percent share on their merch and their podcast. I, I, if that's the case, cool. I'm happy for them. I'm glad that they, you know, they're able to do that. And like how you know, KGB said, like you know, they might just do meet and greets. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I think that's fine too. And all that shit. Yeah, like that's cool. Like you know, I'm happy at least they're now. Even you know it's funny because Soraya put a, like a tweet like oh oh uh, freedom welcome to the freedom world like pretty much hey welcome to freedom yeah. so now you know because they've been with WWE for what how long Jesus Christ like what over two thousand eight two thousand nine maybe yeah Jesus so yeah they've been around for a long time yeah um but I mean like like I said maybe. In like you know appearances here, meeting greets, fine. Do I see them in AEW? Like I said, maybe it's a supporting cast, like manager, like not to, for a one-time thing only. Like let's say that you know feud happens, which we'll get into Dynamite. We're just waiting for the director to come on and join us very momentarily. Um, 
Don't forget that Nikki Bella C. Well, Brian had this in the chat. Don't forget that Nikki Bella had a serious neck injury in 2015 as well. And thinking of that theme song just gave me the double. <laughs> yes, I know. It you know, that. I just thought of a good role for them if they did want to still be involved in professional wrestling. I think it would be really interesting to see them in Impact Wrestling maybe be the co-GMs of the Knockouts division. Ooh. I think that they would fit perfectly with that. Yeah, you know what? You're right. I like that too. You're absolutely right. Hmm. I think that will work out greatly too. Yeah. Just to have them in there, like, okay. They could do uh, if they uh, if they want to get involved in pro wrestling, they have the opportunity. You know, the adventures oh, yeah. are out there. But you know, it's the question is are they gonna how what they're gonna what's the price they're gonna be asking? Oh well, I want this, you know. I mean, no, uh, don't be cheapskates, woman. You got all the money in the world, man. Help out the local independent companies. <laughs> Fuck, man. Help them out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, help them out. Do something. You know, just don't don't over tight charging them tax in the hell no. Like, go go uh, in there yeah. for your handshake and a hot dog, and that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah, get, get a get a fucking slice of pizza, man. Just that's all you get, that's all you need. You need some carbs, man. Jesus. <laughs> you need some carbs in your life. But man, I it, you know, it's just you have to wait and see, you know, what, what's gonna happen. And then uh, see what's going on, what's the status of the director so we can jump on Dynamite. Just waiting for him to see if he's already on the way. He should say he said 15 minutes, but um, let's see. <laughs> Isn't oh, yeah, oh, there, there he is. There he is. That's right. Let me just take this away. And there he Definitely. is, the director. What is up, bro? Just chilling, this man. the director, ladies and gentlemen. He's here. I love Kill Kim. Kill Kim's a shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Yo, me the shit. Yes, the director's here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. El director, he is here, and there, he, yeah, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. He is here. Let's give him a round of applause. Let's give him a round of applause. Let's give him a round of applause. Oh, I don't need that, dude. I just want to just want to hang out and talk some fucking some fake fighting. You will get your round of applause, and you will. All right. Yes. <laughs> yes, you'll get your round of applause. There you go. There's your round of applause. Thank you. You guys, okay. good afternoon, good morning, and good evening. <laughs> Whatever time of day it is, we're wonderful. Yes, wonderful. Oh, you yeah, asked for it. Okay, you asked. Wonderful. <laughs> well, before we get into dynamite, I just want to get your just very quick thoughts. Announced already, Forbidden Door Two, June twenty fifth, mm -hmm. in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, nice. at the Scotia Bank Arena. Man. On a Sunday, though, like, is there a UFC event director happening on that? Uh, June? Well, on June twenty fourth, I don't know. That's a couple months out, so it might there might be. I think so. But for him to move it to, because he's going Sundays here, man. Oh, 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 no. You know what? I know why. Fuck, I forgot. Uh, King and Queen of the Ring in fucking Saudi that Saturday. I just, oh, that's oh. so weird that they're actually acknowledging that women exist and they can be in positions of power in that country. 
Uh, hey, that country, yeah. Well, I'm glad they're 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 pushing it at least for those women. So hell, they, so, hey, empowerment, baby. So so weird that they're doing that. I'm surprised they haven't put a hit out on Mansoor for portraying a feminine man. So you know, <laughs> oh, not, that's right. I'm not even I'm not even trolling. But whatever mm -hmm. they got Mansoor doing in America, I love it. But that would be punishable by injury where he's from. I don't think he should be going. <laughs> I think if I was him, I would stay. Don't go back to your country, bro. Because yeah. yeah. Uh, Yes, another sun. Yes, exactly. Another Sunday premium game. live event. I'm kidding. <laughs> Pre premium live event. Yes. So I think because of that reason, why they're doing it on a Sunday. But yeah. no, but why? If you you'll compete with WWE now, I guess maybe it makes sense. But um, but no, no I mean, UFC, right? No UFC director that you noticed? Not that yeah. I have scheduled so far. I mean, uh, yeah, it just goes from May 6th to July 8th. So nothing in that okay. in that window of June. Nothing in June. Damn, no pay per views in June. That's got to be. They just don't have something booked yet. That's where it is. That's probably yeah. You're right. No. Or unless you know, unless Dana White already has something in mind, but he's just waiting for what to book. So right, I mean, that could be the case. But yeah, but yeah, overall, give us your thoughts. Or maybe are we gonna get Mercedes Monet making her thing? Oh, definitely, there? absolutely. We're gonna get Mercedes Monet versus I don't know Jamie Hader or something. Um, <sighs> do you have a graphic of the entire card, or, or is they have a nice? Yeah, right, yeah, three months away. So why would they? But yeah, we're definitely gonna get Monet. She is the, the queen of forbidden doors right now. Um, and then everything else, I have no idea. I mean, no idea. I would love to see like Kingman Page and Okada would be fucking cool, stuff like that. Like really, really spice it up. Get in some big, some big Japanese names. Yeah, I can see. I can see. Obviously, like I know Jay Lethal has a bunch of weird contract stuff. I'm not following too closely. Um, but him versus someone would be cool. Oh man, there's a lot of good matches that go. I would book God, Jay Lethal, Jay White. God damn it, I did it again. <laughs> Jay White I'm is the white guy. guy. I was going out with Jay Lethal. Shit. Jay White is the white guy. That's the only way I'm going to do it. Maybe we'll get Jay White versus Finn Balor. That would be fucking cool for the <laughs> all or nothing Bullet Club leader. They just walk through that door, Finn. Just do it. You know you want to. <laughs> if anybody, if anybody, if Triple H will allow anybody to do it, it would be Finn and AJ. So, yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, General, how do you, give us your take on this. Are you excited for part two of Forbidden Door? Yeah, I'm definitely excited for part two. I mean, part one was fucking awesome. And then also I'm excited that, you know, the people of Canada get this because the Canadian people, they, they don't get much New Japan shows. Like this is not something that's a regular where now where it's a norm where New Japan talent is constantly in the United States. So it's it's cool for the Canadian fan base to get to see guys like Okada, Tanahashi, um naito maybe live you know so that that's that's awesome but as for matches definitely mercedes monet versus jamie hater that should be slated in i mean that that's the easy one to do um definitely like uh chris said bring in the big names we, we need to see okada we need to see tanahashi like if they went all out like they did last year and brought in all the huge names then it'll be shitty if this year it's just like we get you know fucking yano and that's it or um <laughs> let's see um the big Samoan from Bullet Club, the seven footer. Oh, uh, yeah. What's his name? Uh, Ivan knows it. Leo. Leo. Oh, Hiko Leo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's like our main eventer. We're like, all right, whatever. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> By the way, let's do Yuji Nagata versus Jeff Jarrett. Ooh. Fine. Okay, that's that's cool. cool as fuck. I like that. I like. Hmm. Okay. That's you know what? That's really interesting. Well, still going. Yeah, Cole Makano versus uh, Rio. <laughs> Damn, get her out of retirement, right? <laughs> yeah, 
That would be a match, you know, or or Bull versus Jake Cargill, you know, like something really, you know, just like some one and done. That'd be cool. That'd be dope. Man, this, I'm I'm stoked how they're gonna book this man. Let's <laughs> hope to see Hiromu gets goals this time. I want Hiromu and Jay Lethal. That would be a match to see. Oh yeah. my god, I will lose it. I'll go Nettie. We'll go Nettie, but we're gonna go Nettie all day because we're you know what you know what time it is, baby. Ah, oh, it's time, baby. Because you know what time? It's time! It's time! It's beta Dynamite! That's right, Dynamite that happened 96 hours ago, not, not really four hours ago. 96 hours ago, literally. You know, now that we're moving here to Sundays, ladies and gentlemen, so get used to it. We're here on Sundays now, moving forward. Oh, I think we made it get Omega. Well, probably we will, Bakley. You never know. But man, what a great card on Dynamite. Oh, man, even with the opening fucking segment, the only one shit out trash, we'll get into it. I'm not look, we're only gonna talk about matches. We'll save the segments after. So we want to get into the matches first. So, first of all, this is one major segment that I fucking loved. We got the Barbisma segment. You had, of course, Jungle Boy coming out, Sammy. Darby, four pillars out there of AEW. Oh, I lost my mind when I saw that. I, I did it all, baby. I just went, yes, this is what we needed. We needed to have these four young athletes. And I like everybody at the same time. I want a title shot. Everybody said it. <laughs> I fucking enjoyed it. Awesome. And then hearing Jungle Boy, well, you never competed in a dark. You never competed a rampage, you know. We did it. You never did, and you know. Hearing, <laughs> I think the I think the personal shots more was with Sammy and MJF. <laughs> I, I swear they really went personal. Like yeah. for for MJF to say, "Oh my god, hey, you're the one who proposes like in what in six seven months." Oh wait, but but your fiance left you, right? Like all oh, the dead. The, <laughs> this segment was awesome. I. Loved it, and of course we see MJF. Of course, you know he had his sunglasses on. He didn't want to show his face, and then like, oh man, he was, yeah, he was fucked up. Like from that Iron Man match, he was fucked up. And um, man, what can what can I say about this segment? I I love it all. I do have questions for you, gentlemen. But I want to first ask you first about your thoughts about the segment. Then I'll go into the other questions. So I'll take it to you, De Niro. Break it down, brother. This was just pure entertainment, man. Like, I enjoyed every second. I love the whole bar mitzvah and the typical, not typical, but the, the traditional bar mitzvah, you know, I guess traditions with uh, putting him on the chair and then having, like, the song and the dancing. It was it was just fun entertainment. And I love the fact that the Four Pillars came out because for years we've been hearing about the Four Pillars, but never we have never have we seen the Four Pillars all in the ring at the same time. And I would not be opposed of having a four-way matchup for the title at Double or Nothing. Just because, you know, Double or Nothing was the very first show that AEW ever had in 2019. And if you look at these four men from 2019 to where they are today, they're four guys who became top stars for AEW. So I think it would be a nice way to show how much AEW has grown in the years to have these guys to have a four-way main event at Double or nothing. I think that that's what we're leading to. I hope that we don't get this whole, you know, you know, I was reading that it might break down to a, a elimination style, like tournament. Fuck that. Like just have all four men go at it. 
MJF comes out as the ultimate pillar and the biggest of the four stars. It's awesome. And shout out to Darby Allen. Darby Allen was money on the mic. We don't get to see Darby Allen on the mic often, but when he does, he hits. So really good promo by all men. But I think Darby Allen was the shining star here. Absolutely. Um, man, I'll get into that. But director, I want to hear your take on this, man. Yeah, this answered a lot of questions that we had been bringing up for a while. Who? First question would be, who is next for the title? We had speculated, you know, uh, Adam Cole, who I thought it was going to be. Um, I, I we threw a bunch of other names out there. That question was answered brilliantly for all of us because not only did it get that question answered, it also finally moved up the mid cards and mass to the main event status. In one fell swoop, we got everybody that we've been calling to get pushed, pushed at the same time. Now, this may suffer from a quick and a big quick push after this angle. They may all just fall right back down to the bottom of the ro- or the middle of the roster where they're from. But in the meantime, they're at the top. They're in the main event status, and I love it. These are all great workers, and to actually give them mic time, a thing that all of them are lacking – um, not skill on the mic. We don't know what their skills are because there's so little time. Jungle Boy barely talks. Sammy kind of talks with the cards. That was awesome. I miss those days. Yeah. Darby talked in his vignettes, but those were like basically just copy and pasted Raven promos. So we finally got to hear like some kayfabe promos from all four of these guys. And uh, yeah, good opener. Yeah. And I like the question that Bakley answered. And that's one of the questions that I have for you two guys. Can they main event? Can these four, can the four pillars main event? You, you Double or nothing's in May, May 27. You can prolong this feud. My thing is, and I'll say it very brief, and I'll let you guys take it all after that. My take on this is, I feel, I, I'll tell you one thing. In the beginning, I was like hesitant. Like, oh, man, he's gonna, he's like, you're going to bury these guys because we already know the obvious who's going to win, right? However, though, if you can really book these four guys, like, well, main three guys is, is let me correct myself because you know MJF the champion, but if he could book you know Jungle Boy and Sammy and Darby, like if they're really gonna win, like if you make them strong heading into Double or Nothing, imagine this is a Fatal Four Way be your main event, four young stars main eventing a pay per view, you know, but they need to build it correctly, make the other three strong, make us believe. That hey, maybe the title could change hands. Maybe they could win it here. Because if they don't, if Tony Khan doesn't book it that way, then we already know the obvious that fucking MGM's gonna win. Make us not make us question that maybe there's a there's a chance. Maybe there's a chance that you know Jungle Boy could win it, Darby could win it, Sammy could win it. If they add these stipulations, it doesn't have to be MGM to get pinned, could be either one of them to get pinned. That will make the story prolong it and beautifully for these four guys, for these three guys. Well, four guys mainly because MGF. And I think it will look so great if they do if they book it perfectly. But knowing Tony Khan, you're probably over here in two weeks, right above it, right on dynamite. Perfect. Like <laughs> that's fun. Do it, Chris. Do it, Chris. You don't have to do it better than me, man. Do it, do it. Let's see right now. MJF in the main event picture. All these guys get elevated to the top. None of them are ever going to work talk again. I'm telling you right now. Daily's Place, Florida, TK, MJF. We're taking over, baby. Yeah! <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. I love it. I fucking love it. Yes. 
Yes, baby. Uh, I have to pray that. I love it for you, baby. I love it. I love it. Yes. Thank you. See, Tony Khan, that's what happens. I'm serious. Bro. I'm not going to sit back and take this fucking shit. <laughs> shit, because I'll do the damn. You, you're going to get it from us. Well, we need to do a drinking game. How many times do we have Tony Khan say that from our reviews? <laughs> I think we should have a drinking game for that for sure on a Sunday afternoon. There you go. Have your mimosas, right? <laughs> Let's see what TK got to say in the chat. If not, they can main event. But if the question is, can he sell pay-per-view buys? So, yeah, that's where I would go with this question is no. The answer is no individual here besides MJF is a buy rate machine. Even MJF's buy rates are questionable right now, but they're climbing, in my opinion. I haven't looked at the numbers. I would just assume that they are. So what you have is uh, it's aggregate. So it's Jungle Boy can maybe sell 5,000. Sammy can sell 5,000. Darby can sell 5,000. That is 15,000. That's all I'm looking at. Is You're not getting one Adam Cole. You're getting three sub Coles. And that mm. might add up. But the story isn't I'm tuning in to see them. You know, I'm not tuning in to see Darby or Sammy. I'm tuning in to see MJF lose. And that's always going to be the story with the champion heel. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, I know Bakley was bringing up the question, like, with Double or Nothing being so far away, can we keep it fresh until then? Like, is it too early to introduce this as a storyline right now? I don't think so. You know, I, I remember back in 2019, the ending of 2019 leading into 2020, they started the feud between Chris Jericho and John Moxley. And I was like, you can't do this on a regular show in the next pay-per-views in like eight weeks. How do you keep this fresh? But every week they found a way to keep it fresh. So by the time it finally happened, it was, you know, must watch. I feel like you introduced this now because you have so much time to really build Sammy Darby and Jungle Boy up to be must watch where by the time we get to the feud and by the time we get to the pay-per-view, I mean, it's must-watch. You want to tune in to see what's going to happen. Also, you know if this is the main event of the pay-per-view, they're probably going to try to overcompensate and stack up that mid-card like crazy. That that card for Double or Nothing is going to be absolutely insane. I see Tim was saying if they book the Elite versus the Blackpool Combat Club on that show, like these things could help sell the pay-per-view. But I think that it's going to be the performance in the pay-per-view main event that really brings these guys to the next level. And I also wouldn't be opposed to them getting a, a stipulation to the matchup. Like, a, a regular four-way matchup would be nice, but I wouldn't be opposed if we got, like, you know, I don't know. It could be something new. Like, WWE created the Elimination Chamber, and it was something new and something big. I don't know what AEW could do here, but really something to add to that as well. You know what I mean? I wouldn't want to see a four-way cage match or a four-way ladder match. We always see ladder matches in AEW. Yep. Think something big that would be different and add to it where it's like the fifth competitor in the ring is the stipulation and it's the fifth reason to watch, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh you know, like Chris knows. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is the most MJF stipulation. The only way a winner can be decided is you have to pin anyone but MJF. <laughs> Spot. Oh, shit. Can you imagine how great of a story that is? Because so MJF, you know, it's like, this isn't fair. It's three against one. The only way this is going to happen is if I am the only person that can't get pinned for the win. So then you're going to have 
everybody stopping the pin on everyone else, obviously, because it's not elimination. So you can't yeah. really team up. You can't let someone get the win because they're going to get the yeah. win. But then you can't pin MJF. So it's going to, yeah, dude, that'd be great. That could tell a great story in the ring. Mm. I that's <laughs> Just think about all the spots you can do, like, Three out of the four people are open to pinfall, and they're all. And then three people are always going to be. There two others are always going to stop the pinfall. Yeah, I'm into it. Ooh, I love it. I love it. I love it. What and if this leads to if this leads to MJF doing the trials of MJF, building up to the pay per view, right? I don't want that. Even though I don't want that. Listen, even though I don't want that, right? I think that it would be interesting if. It is announced that these are going to be MJF's opponents, but MJF makes them team up as a trio and every week has them facing other trios. Like imagine Jungle Boy, Sammy, and Darby versus the Elite or versus Death Triangle. Versus they have to force them to work together. Force them to work force together. Force to together. Get the fucking, yeah, dude. That'd be fire. Like that'd, that'd be, be a new twist on it that makes it interesting. Yeah. 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 I actually now I want the trials. <laughs> if the trials if the trials are acknowledged as a thing. Then I accept it. Yeah, it just right now feels like you, they run out of ideas for it. But if it's like you know, once you are targeting MGF, you got to go through the tar- trials. You know, like the King of the Ring, like you know, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. I'm into that, and that idea is fire because, yeah, make them work together to go through all the trios. At least the, the lower end trios that maybe aren't even trios. Yeah, you know, like put together some slapdash like they've been doing for the past couple of years, like. uh uh Top Flight Air Fox could be like the finals or something. I like that idea too because I mean, even though we don't want the trials and tribulations, but well, how you really said it, like, oh my god, imagine I, I would add everything together, make the trials and tribulations, and then with the main event, the stipulation, what the director said, oh my god, I think I don't be bullshit, but I, I think here's the difference though we got younger talents that are getting involved in this main event. That's the difference of it. We don't got the veterans trying to go on, you know, how we saw Jericho, how we saw, Ma, you know, Moxley, how we saw, you know, CM, how we saw, you know, Brian going through these. Now we have the young talent going through them, and I think they can do it. And mind you that Sammy was part of those trial tribulations too, as well for, you know, for Jericho, as you know, during his feud with other, you know, other people as well. So... I've been, I'm invested how they're going to book it. I wonder how they see now you're getting me to tune in of how you're going to book these three, well, these four, excuse me, heading into double or nothing. And I hope they do it right. But I hope Tony God is a bust of bullshit. Like, you know, in two weeks, we're going to get this right on dynamite. Like, no, 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 no. Yep. Save this for a fucking pay per view. Book it right, man. Jesus. And dynamite's going to have some weird name like dynamite, you know, quake at the lake or some bullshit. <laughs> Oh well, yeah, they're gonna have that's for sure. They they're really gonna have that. And yep. Oh man, but yes, sir. So now it's time to get in to the next one here. So let me just put it up here. Bear with me. As I forgot to type it here. Versus the BCC, baby, the BCC. And that was the opening matchup that we got after this matchup. And then it's Adam Hangman Page and the Dark Order, the return of Stu Grayson, baby. And he is all elite again. So now he is all elite once again. And yes, CM Punk, your boy, bro. Your boy, TK. You don't remember yours. But man, we the return of Stu Grayson, the crowd went crazy, of course. 
you know, Stu, 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 Stu. Man, this is a great, great opening matchup for Dynamite. And it's official. The, the, the BCC are officially heels. Yep. So we oh, got yeah. what we wanted, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm, I'm happy about it, too. We'll get to, When we get to the main event, a lot of things are being told very correctly of what we're heading into this. But, man, uh, never break it down. Give us your take. And now that Stu Grayson's all elite, again, you see the parentheses? Again. Again. <laughs> the parentheses, again. <laughs> I love how they put that. Like, they kept it real. You know what I mean? Like, don't fuck around. Like, he should have never been released in the first place. Like, it was weird to release Stu Grayson and just Stu Grayson, being that Stu Grayson came in as a tag team with Evil Uno. And they are such a great tag team. I've been a fan of them for a while, before they were Dark Order, when they were the Super Smash Bros. Like, I was a fan of them. So definitely cool to see him back because he is very talented and he, he proved himself in this matchup. You know, it was this matchup that got me thinking, like, was it like visa issues? Because every time they go to Canada, we see Stu Grayson, but then we don't see him in the States. Because last time when they were in Canada, when they went to Toronto, we saw Stu Grayson backstage. So I was like, was it visa issues maybe? Is that the reason why we haven't seen him in the States? But every time they go to Canada, he's there. But I guess now, you know, that, that answers that question that that's wrong. Because now if he's all elite again, then we're going to see him on more AEW episodes, which is awesome because, like I said, the Dark Order really took a hit. The Dark Order used to be a big, strong faction. And then, you know, rest in peace Brody. But after Brody passed away, it really took a hit. And you started to see either wrestlers get taken out of the Dark Order or get released like Alan Angels. So I think that Stu Grayson and Evil Uno being a team again is going to not only make the Dark Order strong again, but adds another element to the Dark Order. Mm, absolutely. Director, break it down. I've always liked and wanted them to keep the Dark Order the Dark Order. Um, yeah. You know, the, the evil group. I love the Join the Dark Order promos, the motivational speaker guy, not knowing who Exalted One is, and then Brody being the perfect answer to that question. I loved when Anna Jay was in there, the Queen Killer or Queen Slayer. Like, I loved all of that when they were an imposing, they had minions or whatever they called them. I, I just didn't like the com. I don't like the comedy. And I think they're finally kind of slowly, I don't know if they're ever going to get back to the intended dark order, but they're definitely slowly, hopefully, leaning away from the comedy gimmick. Uh, that, why did they Photoshop that mask on Evil Uno? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> and they missed the eyes too. Yeah. Hey, hey, I look for. That looks like they put the mask on Moxley. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I'm like focusing in on it while you're talking. Like, yeah, and I liked. <laughs> I'm like, it just looks bad, but yeah, I like finally, the lines are finally clearly drawn between heel and face. Now it's not ambiguous. Blackpool is better as heels. Daniel Bryan not being in the picture is unfortunate, but I think they're better heels without him because you're never gonna boo Daniel Bryan ever again. Um, fucking really, really so dumb. And I love Evil Uno in the ring. I love that. What the, the fucking fin? The Air Canada is that the name of the move? The 450 uh, cannonball double move. That thing is slick yeah. and legit. I love that. Legit. That is one of the coolest tag team finishers. Um, but yeah, I like Hangman Page still doesn't fit in Dark Order. Doesn't make sense to me. You gotta do something where it's not odd man out. It's like putting Austin in DX or some shit. I'm like, it just doesn't make any sense right now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the Creepers. That's what they were called. I called them the Minions. Creepers were dope. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm enjoying this because it's resolving things I didn't like. Yeah, I I, I totally agree. I 
Yeah, I mean, with Stu Grayson back, I hope it makes the Dark Order a little bit more serious. I hope it does. Um, you know, they just lost out. They just lost uh, Alex Reynolds. You know, to whatever take team that's in. Well, yeah, you know what? I, I, yeah. It's, so they kind of swapped them. So it's like you're out a member, gain a member, but you still, you know, it's, it's still a three. It's still hungry, and then negative one should come back for sure. That'd be cool. Ah, but negative. I mean, but. What's his face? He's was the Lij was fucking Rush Rush. Yeah. So let's see. Yeah, I know that. That. yeah. No, I know. So I'm saying that's. I'm glad that at least they got Stu Grayson back because they lost yeah. one. Yes, absolutely. All right, let's get into the one that <laughs> director was messaging me in the chat. Hey, don't 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 go to the Instagram. Don't see it yet. I'm like what? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely uh, stay off stay offline. <laughs> I love that he. That's why I love this man because he always tells me stay offline. But too bad it was already too late. And there you have it, of course. Jade Cargo made the announcement, of course, that uh, you know she challenged. Who was it? Was she challenged? Uh, was it Alexa? Alexa I don't Nicole? know. I'm. I apologize for if I don't know who you are, lady. And I apologize. I didn't put your picture up here because it was just a quick squash match. It, it, it didn't want to, you know. Nah, didn't make no sense to me. And then that's when Chad Cargo was like, "This all you got, Canada." This is all you got, and then you know what about you? Like, oh shit, Renee Paquette, hold on, no, she's not a wrestler. She's comic, you know. She's a backstage, comic, you know, mm-hmm. interviewer. That's it. And we hear the music, and here she is. She is officially all elite. Taya Valkyrie is all elite, and then she's director... still also the, uh, she's also still the XPW Women's Champion. Is this correct? Yeah, she uh, is. Yeah, I love XPW it. I put up a post for her too. Yeah, I know. I saw that. That's why I was like, oh, fucking dope, dude. But yeah, she's officially all elite. She's not a uh, cameo appearance, not a one-off. She is. She might be the one. Oh, man. And a bit of a Hillish type fan. I'm not. Never to read Danielson. Again, to me, his career is legit over the top phase of any company. I'm sorry, but I love being a heel fan. Hey, nothing wrong with it. But, you know, Cantu, love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. We are heels here somehow, some way. We love the heels, too. But now. <sighs> Taya Valkyrie makes her AEW debut. She's all elite. What's the future for her? Could she be, like how the director mentioned right now, could she be the one dethroning Jade Cargill for that TBS title? Um, Man, I'll take it to you, director. Tell me, please tell me you went Nettie when you saw when you, you saw her come out. You went Nettie. Tell me you went. <laughs> yeah, I, I was excited. I was stoked on it because Taya deserves, she's one of those wrestlers who she got she got did dirty over in NXT 2.0, and absolutely deserves a redemption career like many of the 2.0 athletes do. Um, justice for Mandy, for sure. Um, so yes, very excited. This is now hopefully going to answer that question that people have, like, oh, Jade's never been tested against a veteran or whatever. People, you know, in the fake suspended disbelief world. This will be that match, hopefully, for those people. Uh, I, I don't doubt Jay Cargill. She's on script. She's on character. You know, her matches are definitely not the worst. Um, they're getting better. Yeah. And this is her first, I'd say, top, top-notch wrestler. I'd say Nyla Rose was up there, but I, this is this is close to that. Is Taya going to win this match? I don't think so. I think, the streak, <laughs> I think the streak continues uh, because it's so obvious that Taya's brought in as the hit woman to take that belt. 
Uh, I love the storyline that she's using Beth Phoenix's finisher to summon Beth Phoenix to put her in the put her in this mix. So we're gonna get three women going for the Glam Slam in one match. I'm just joking around. Just give credit to where it's due. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baiting her with her finisher like that's cool. I like that. It's subtle. It's a little fu. It's a little come and get it. And I like that. And Jade's definitely gonna be all about it. Um, it's gonna be a good match. I don't think it's gonna be. It's going to be Jade's best match, but it won't be Taya's best match if you're filming. But it's going to be a good match, and I don't think Taya's getting that belt yet. De Niro, give us your take. Yeah, I mean, I I agree. I think that – I think she does end up eventually taking that belt from Jay Cargo, but I wouldn't have it on her first try for it because, you know, you you have to build up that feud a little bit more, even though that you do have a legend in – Women's Lucha Libre in Taya Valkyrie. So I would do it like this, you know, in a couple of weeks, have the matchup, have Jade win, but have Jade win by cheating. And then, you know, you still have time to build it up for another like four weeks to double or nothing where you could redo it, run it back, and then Taya could eventually win it. So I think that it's going to be a great matchup. I'm totally agreeing with you, Chris. I feel like a lot of people talk so much shit about Jade. She's not the worst wrestler there. She. Puts on good matches. She's not even close. And most of the time when something goes wrong in her matches, and this is my my memory, it's not her fault. Yeah. I I know. I think there was a situation where her and Ruby both kind of botched in their match together. But other matches, it's just she's working against girls who have less experience than she does, and she's already green. So it's just, you know, the blind leading the blind in some of those matches. But Jade does the best she can with what she's given. We both know that she's in the right place to learn. Um. There is, you know, a skill gap she's catching up to, but she's talented and she's definitely catching up. Yeah. And you, you brought up the DQ thing. I was going to question about that. I don't think she's ever tried dirty tactics. I mean, I don't remember the baddies, like, grabbing an ankle or distracting the ref for a cheap shot or a belt hit. Like, yeah. So I, I, I still don't – I think Jade has integrity. Um, even though she's, like, a heel, she's not about cheating. So I would be very surprised if she – cheated to win but i would not be surprised if like um is it velvet sky who her the last baddie left is or who is that oh, i don't even remember that girl red name. velvet red velvet red was velvet. Velvet. no red velvet. Velvet. i'm in there yet she she she's no longer a baddie it's the other yeah. kira hogan kira hogan she left she left uh she left first no 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 red velvet yeah she left first right, so who's the one that's with her now there's only one left Oh, it's uh, what's her name? I yeah, I forgot remember. her name. I forgot her name. I can't believe it. Jesus, well, Christ. Bigley, Bigley, give us her name. What's her name again? Batty number three. Batty number yeah. three. Uh, I could see her cheating on behalf of Jade without consent, and then maybe Jade may not even see it, and they get the win. Or Layla Gray. Gonna... Thank you, Tim. There you go. Layla Gray. Yes, that's that is a correct statement right there. All of that statement is. <laughs> um, so I could see Layla Gray cheating on her behalf. But without consent, and then Jade being like, I fucking had that. And then she turns on Layla and says, Get the hell out of here. I win these on my own. I don't need you guys. Yeah. I can see that too. And then, and then she says, and then she I'm still writing the script. And then she's like, Well, I didn't I didn't consent to her cheating. You, you got did dirty. I'll give you the rematch. Let's do this clean. Something like that would be really cool. And that would really build Jade up too as like an anti-hero or an anti, I guess anti anti heel, which I like. A term that I guess doesn't exist yet, but it will. No, <laughs> I was going to go t- more towards the line of 
Jay Cargill is so desperate to stay undefeated that she does finally cheat to win because Taya is giving her the biggest challenge that she's had. But I like I like Chris's idea also because then that could lead to when Jay does lose that title if we still have the whole feud between the outcast and the the um, originals. Remember I said Jay Cargill being an original could be a dark horse to be on that team to go against the outcast. And this is, I guess, a way with what Chris said, you could make her a baby face in that way. So if she loses at double or nothing with dignity, you know, shakes Taya's hand afterwards. Now she's a baby face. Now she fits perfectly in that outcast versus original storyline. She goes for the men's heavyweight title, which come on, let's do it. Let's just go. Come on. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so I'm going to be right back. You guys keep talking. I'll put up my little uh, Eric Andre clip, but I'll be back in like five. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know why. Like, I know why. <laughs> that's why I love. That's why I love. We love the director for a reason. Oh yeah. Um, I, I'm loving the. Uh, could Ty be the one? I wish it was Chris Statlander though. Me I too. think she needs to be the one that could be dethroning Jade Cargill. You need an you need an original, and I think Statlander could be the one. But how you mentioned too, like maybe this could be the way that. It can get Jade Cargill involved into the Outcast versus the original situation, maybe so, or maybe she could retire, or she could just vacate the belt and stay undefeated, uh, and maybe you know having her. Let's say they get him. This is the Outcast gets involved with her in her like stories, and then she's like, you know what? I'm not defending this belt. I'm gonna put it right here. Look, I'm gonna vacate it. I'm gonna go with these bitches and get you know and go after them because I, I think she could do that too. There's so many ways you could book this. To have you know Jade to get involved in that outcast versus originals. Um, but or what about maybe the outcast do cost you know Jade Cargo to lose to Taya, you know, in this TBS, and then that's how you start the feud. What if Taya's an outcast? What if Ooh! what if Taya turns heel? Oh my gosh, I'm shit. bro, what? What fire? Oh Taya's oh. never really been a baby face for too long. Taya has a lot of heel tendencies, so I could see it. Oh, shucky, ducky, quack, quack. Why would you play games with me? Games with me. Jesus, because imagine if that does happen. Oh, my God. Oh, Hell yeah. I would love that. Oh, she could be the one. There you go. So instead of, you know, how like Thunder, mm -hmm. you have Thunder. You have Thunder. Join with the originals then. Maybe have Taya be the heel, go with the outcast, and have Thunder go over there to the originals. That's another another good match I want to see. Taya and Thunder. Wasn't it? it? One of them called out somebody at Triple Mania last year. I think it was Taya called out Thunder. She did. But Thunder oh, got Thunder, her. Did Thunder call out Taya? I know one of them called each Taya, other. Taya called out Thunder. And they never had that matchup. So no, Because she did the whole injury situation. I, I don't know yeah, what happened there. AW. Let it, let it happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I say, it's even kind of yeah. If what about if she does join the Outcast? I wouldn't mind that either. I think that what happens, she'll be she's a perfect fit. Oh man, yeah. hell yeah! Bring back oh. the earmuffs. Bring back the dog. <laughs> yeah, what? Oh, 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 oh my god, we're going netty here. Oh, let's go netty all day. <laughs> There's so much you could do, but now this is where Tony Khan said, "Okay, Tony Khan, now you need to start booking two women matches on Dynamite." You need to start doing that shit. Start doing it now. Now you, now you got someone at a, at a caliber of Taya uh, signed already here to All Elite. 
Now it's time for you to build the women's division up to par along with your originals. Make that happen. But I can see that. I can see... I really can see Taya being an outcast. Have her be an outcast. Have her... There goes your what? That's number that's number four, right? Number four, yeah. Number four. And then you're going to have the other four. Then have Thunder be on the other side. And the originals then. I don't see Thunder going... I, I know you guys saying she should go to the outcast. But I, I still don't see it. I still feel maybe she'll join the original. She's like an original. She's associated with, with you know, Dustin Rhodes. So, I don't think that Thunder may even be a part of the story, to be honest. Like, yeah, I think they're. I don't. I don't think they're adding more to this. It, I think it's going to be three and three, in my opinion. Well, so? I, I was. Just, I just brought up the point that what if you know, Taya cheats to win, and Taya joins the Outcast, and then that's how Jay joins the Originals, and then you can have that. Right. Four. I just feel like they're already promoting the three outcasts as the outcasts. Their promo shots are out. Their logo's out. Like, it's a little – that train's left the adding more people to the promotional station, in my opinion. Yeah, and I totally agree. You know, like, give Jade the proper reason to go face. And I think that will be the perfect scenario. Have the outcasts get involved in this matchup. Yeah. And causing Jade to lose, having the first loss. And that's when you should be like, oh, hell no, I'm going to go after these bitches right here. And I think that's what we can see. Because then you can have a team, team original, Jade, Britt Baker, uh, Jamie Hayter. And you have, you have Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, Jade Cargill, Rico involved. That's fine. Get Rico or or Sheeta. Uh, she, I think she's still injured, though. But I, just have Rico involved versus Taya Valkyrie, Ruby Soho, uh, Tony Storm, and Soraya. There's your four. Four on four. Have it there. You know, Stadium Stampede, I double or nothing. How's the director said last week on the show? Money. Make that's money right there. That is money. It's like Mercedes Monet's uh, theme song, Money. <laughs> yes, money. money. Oh, man. And then we got, of course, the International Championship. Jesus Christ. You don't have to talk about this. No, no, I, you know, we have to because. No, 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 no. I want to talk about it because I know you were, I know you were just like. Oh my God, Jeff Jarrett's gonna win! I already said it. You said it last week. You made a bold I said it. statement. I, said it. I, I was congratulating. I was giving him his uh, victory parade early. <laughs> I know you were. I thought you fucking were. It made sense. Like, it made it made so much sense. It made it sense. Made yeah. so much sense. And it didn't happen. It still oh, makes man. sense, but so does so does this a little bit. So whatever. <laughs> oh, what a match though! This was this is a great. Fuck, I, I'm going to get shit on this, but this is like your fucking straight instant classic TNA days of Jeff Jarrett, man. I And I love, I love to say it. I love Jeff Jarrett during his TNA days. He did a great job not hating on that. The thing I'm hating is you're taking a spot from a young talent. Belong backstage, sir. You belong backstage. Be a manager. I don't care. Stop taking away talent. No. Jesus, man. But good matchup, though. Great storytelling. I thought really Jeff Jarrett was going to win it. I was, I, I was sitting here watching it. I'm just like, oh, no, he's going to win. When Jade, when Jenny throw bullshit about, oh, my arm, and it came with the, with the award hitting him, like, oh, no, that's it. De Niro's going to go wild on me today. I, oh, I thought about it, I swear, and then it didn't happen. And I was like, oh, stupid. I was like, oh. I went crazy because I'm like, thank God. And then. Of course, orange retains with the orange punch, baby. Oh, 
I'm gonna say you for last year, bro, because I want to get. I know you. I, I, look, I'll play it for you, bro, because I, I know. I know the number was like. I know you were. <laughs> I know you were. Oh, director, break it down. <laughs> it was a good match. I'm very impressed that Jared, if he had any politics in this, which just that he let Orange win. Um, and I, 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 I say let as if he did have any say in the matter. I, <laughs> I don't, right? Like, I, I, I don't, you let him win. I don't yeah. think that he does. I mean, I'm sure that like things are discussed backstage, but I, ultimately, I do think TK and Kenny do tell you what's going to happen and not ask you what's going to happen. Um, but another match to prove that Orange is a fantastic wrestler and a solid mid tier champion right now. Uh, he is bringing prestige to a belt that people just forgot about, even though it's only like six months or less old. Um, I don't have a lot of complaints about this. I probably have more complaints if Jarrett won, but I wouldn't have been mad about it. But the angle, I mean, best friends versus, I don't even know, what what are these guys called again? The firm? <laughs> Who is this? I don't even think they have a name, to be honest. Right. Okay, cool. So the next match, we need, to see, we need to see Orange versus Satnam. Because then Orange will have just gone through. He beat Jay. He beat Jeff. We've never seen Satnam in a sanctioned dynamite match. Singles, at least, that I can think of. Uh, and that'd be great. Danhausen's injured. Trent, Res- Trent Reznor. Trent Seven just came back from injury. So, like, this angle between these two teams has to be close to an end. I don't know what else is resolved after this. Yeah, I mean, mm. if you do go with Sottenham versus Orange, you have to put over Sottenham. Like, I, come on. I mean, I, 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 I. <laughs> you have to. That, that, is, that is a take. Uh, that would be the uh, Jinder Mahal versus whoever he beat for the heavyweight title, Randy Orton. Could that be or, the debate of the week? Could it be the debate of the week? Could it be? Could it be? You know, it, it hit the debate of the week, man. All right, fine. Let's hit it. Let's hit it. Go ahead, De Niro. Tell him what's the debate of the I'm week. Still still it. I, I ain't got nothing, but I'm, so, so I'm sad I suggested it now. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got to go head to head, Chris, all right? Because I'm sick and tired of Orange Cassidy being booked as this, you know, Spike Dudley-esque giant killer. Like, the fact that he did not get destroyed by W. Morrissey was pretty bad booking, you know what I mean? Here's a guy who, you know, walks around like a sloth and does, like, the orange punch, like, which is cool, but it's like, Yo, you have to put over Sottenham. Sottenham is, he's one in a billion, right? Sottenham is, what, seven foot four, seven foot five. The guy is actually athletic. This is not, you know, for everyone who's saying he's the modern day great Kali. No. The no. guy's athletic. The guy plays basketball. About? He was the first Indian draft to the NBA. What the fuck are you talking about? I see a bunch of people like, oh, he's just another Kali. Kali was not able to move like Sottenham Singh can move. He's talented. He's athletic. He can be built upon. I really Speaking think that. Which is it's not, a, it's not a race thing. It's just Khalid never tried to speak English, and Sadam's English is damn good for somebody who's been speaking it for less than a decade. I agree with you, and I think that you know once you put the title on it reasons, for promotional you, reasons. That's all I'm saying. No, yeah, I agree. I think you put the title on him. You you really push him. I just think that we're going down a road where it's very unrealistic 
And, you know, it was already unrealistic to have Orange Cassidy survive against Wardlow the way he survived against Wardlow for almost like 20 minutes in their matchup. It was really unrealistic that he, you know, beat the shit out of W. Morrissey when W. Morrissey's seven foot tall and you can't teach that. But come on, seven foot four? One in a billion? <laughs> come on, what's he going to do? Here's a guy that Darby Allen, who hits the nicest suicide dive to the outside, always hits it like <laughs> impact, just bounced off like a ping pong ball off okay. of Satnam Singh. What's the orange punch going to do to fucking Satnam Singh? Come on. That's true. What is one orange punch going to do? But we know that he spams it more than Roman Reigns. The story is, yeah, he, I wouldn't say Spike Dudley per se, because Spike, I wouldn't say, Spike is a great worker, not a great wrestler. And we know that. No, but I'm just saying yeah, he was the giant killer. No, 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 I know, I know. And that's where I'm going with this, is that when Orange does it, he does it through heart, technique, perseverance, all the hyperbole, all the words that, you know, make someone who's an underdog cheered for. But he can also wrestle. And, yeah, the giant killer story is how you get guys like this over. Uh, I, I don't think people are going to tune in to – watch Satnam Singh lose more than they are to root for Orange to win. Satnam is kind of in this like weird place where he's not booed for who he is. He's only booed because he's associated with Jarrett and Jay and uh, Pencil Neck. I don't know his name. I forget. Uh, uh, Sanjay Dutt. Yeah, that guy. Who's cool. I like that. He's fun. He's good on the mic. But, yeah, I, I don't think it's a time for Sotnam to have a title yet, maybe in the future. I, I think Sotnam does need to get one loss to Orange, and maybe they can run it back later. The story is that the belt was upgraded for Orange. To, he's adding prestige to the belt. The belt's adding prestige to him. And I, I, I think that if he does beat Sotnam, that needs to be the last of this feud. I, I, there's a lot of just shit keeps getting run. They just keep going and going. They just keep pushing stuff that's over the BC, the Blackpool country, dark order. That's been going on forever. This is going to be going on forever. Like just yeah. move on. Yeah. I mean, you have to put over side them as much as, <laughs> uh, as much as uh, I don't, you have to with orange. You, yeah. There's no fucking way this will can lose for an orange punch. There's no way. No, 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 no. There has to be a different way different to lose. Like, and okay, I'll give you one great example, and this is not okay. The elimination chamber, very quick. Look how many finishers that they give to fucking Bronson Reed for him to get eliminated. If you could do the was, same, oh, that made sense. That was like uh, for being first out of that chamber, that made sense. Like, they hit him with everything in sequential order, like, especially that Doomsday Poison Rana. Did they hit him with that? Was that him? Yeah. Who, yeah. Who, I, think so, yeah I think so, but I don't remember yeah, who it was. Yeah, something like that. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then, you know, I think if you could do that to Satnam as well, have all the best friends hit their finishers, whatever, like it doesn't have to be finishers, maybe like something really striking, then maybe, yeah, okay. Then you, you're making him look, Satnam look strong because it took about like five, or six like, people. Or Jerry to, misses the chair shot and hits Satnam and it does nothing. Yeah, it does nothing. But, yeah. I mean, if you have like a bunch of group of people – Beating him up with a chair, anything with weapons, then you can make him look strong. Yeah, it shouldn't be the orange punch because I'll be stalled. And yeah, you're not, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't, I would not. Hold on, they need to book seeing him 
Yeah, we we seen him in tag team matches. He had you know dark. He had one I think with uh, with Jay Lethal, and they fired away squashes. Like yeah, definitely. I mean, I seen I, I seen it, but we'll see. In due time, we'll see it. But uh, yeah, Jeff Jared, baby, I know you were hurt in the room. I, know I was. You, were hurt. you know, they even missed the opportunity. I thought that we were going to get some guitar shot in this. I thought maybe Orange Cassidy goes for the the orange punch in midair, gets hit with the guitar, but. Damn, like we haven't even seen a guitar shot. Like fucking, you know, wrap a guitar around this man's neck. I like Orange Cassidy, but Jeff Jarrett's great. That's all you had is Jeff Jarrett's great. That's all you had to say. That's all, all I'm going to say. Okay. Yeah, too bad. I was happy. So I, I was happy. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, what's happening? Now, nah, top of the main event. Oh, yes, baby. The AEW Trios Championship match is the Elite versus the House of Black versus Jazz. Jazz, 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 Jazz. Not Jazz. ECW Jazz. No. Or WWE Jazz. No. J-A-S. Jericho Appreciation Society. The Gajolt. The, the Tom Brady Professional Wrestling. Chris Jericho. Daniel Garcia. Sammy Guevara. Oof. I can tell you this main event. Oh, this was this such good shit. Was good shit. I tell you that. I, it had it had me going. It did. It really definitely did. It was wonderful. But man, I, I I'm, all I know is that I'm gonna save myself for the for the aftermath because even though we didn't catch all of it, we only caught. The, because I guess it's the TV time, they ran out of yeah. time. So that's why they couldn't go put the full segment. But this match, I can tell you, was great. Good to see the Winnipeg boys getting their cheering on. They teamed up, you know, double suplexing, you know, Brody, Brody King. So much back and forth offense moves. Meteora, the slice bread. Oh, just, you know, of course. Of course, the Kenny Omega, bum, 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 bum. Oh, yes, going for it. Oh, I was loving it. And, of course, we saw the aftermath of it. And, you know, we saw the whole BCC and the Dark Order fighting, you know, you know, from the stage, heading into the ring, leaving and Hangman Page by himself with BCC coming out. And then we see the Elite right behind him, and that's when the camera turns off. And then it's like, oh, wait, 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 no, no. I was like, no. Fuck. I'm like, damn it, Tony Khan. Son of a bitch. <laughs> love, <that. laughs> love it great movie by the way you already know but oh, yes oh yeah oh man i was I, I i'm speechless i i was the kid i was a kid again watching this fucking event i feel like when i was watching wrestlemania not, well, I'm, not, I'm not compared to wrestlemania but like a wrestlemania for example a match eating pizza sitting down Enjoying fucking pro wrestling and entertainment at its best. The Nero, breaking down for us, brother. This this was awesome, and you know it wasn't just because of all these nine men, but the the crowd was going absolutely crazy the whole time too. I love the the interactions between Jericho and Omega, especially in Winnipeg. That crowd was going ballistic. I love the tag team uh, moves by Jericho and Omega. To be honest. After, you know, you know, after the elite runs its course, after the Jericho Appreciation Society runs its course, if Kenny Omega is still with AEW, I think that 
I would not be mad at a Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho tag team with Don Callis as their, as their manager. I think that that would be a great tag team to add to the tag team division. And we saw a glimpse of, you know, greatness with them in this matchup. But everybody was fucking showcased as a star here. Buddy Matthews is a star. Brody King is a money. Love that man. Love that man. Brody King is a future world champion, in my opinion. Like, the guy is money. Everyone just looked amazing this matchup. This was great. Like, you know, I could say all the positive words. It's still not going to be enough to talk about how good this matchup was. Just go out of your way. If you haven't seen it, go out of your way and see it. I think that this capped off probably, in my opinion, overall the best dynamite of 2023 so far. This was just action-packed, top to bottom, amazing, and this matchup was a pay-per-view quality main event. Mm-hmm. Director. Yeah, this obviously was the correct outcome of the match. We didn't think House of Black. I don't think anyone thought House of Black was in uh, risk of losing their belts, and they took out the number two and number three team in one match. Uh, so obviously we're setting up perhaps Dark Order versus BCC. I think it's going to be like an eliminator for the next contenders. That would make sense. That would be next in line between those two teams. Um, solid match. Holy shit, it was hard to keep track of who was where, what was what, who's legal. Um, if you watch the finish, you actually see uh, – I forget who actually got the pin, but someone who was not the legal man went for the pin and then moved that guy. It's like, nah, I'm the legal man, and he got it. I was like, oh, that's so smart because they could have just mm-hmm. – not done that, and no one, no one would have remembered who the legal man was, but they were very true to the rules of, uh, of disbelief, and I like that. And that finisher is wild. That pop-up Emerald Flosion is like, what the fuck? That's some Super Dragon type shit right there. I love seeing it every time. I'm just like, oh, that looked like it killed someone. I would like to see Black Mass involved in that. I would like to see a pop-up with Black Mass midair and then land in the Flosion. Like, you know, when like... um. Adam Cole would hit like the super kick when stuff on Ricochet, like in the mid moonsault, like <laughs> add the black mass to that sequence, and you have the most devastating finisher since total elimination. Oh, oh whoa, you went back. Wait, whoa, whoa. Hey, that's the best tag team finisher of all time. I don't fuck. No, total elimination. Bonus and Perry Saturn. That, oh, yeah. That was a fucking, oh, that's one of the most underrated. Like 3D things of all is time. definitely number two. But total elimination is number one. I'm with you. I'm not disagreeing there. And Chris, how, how would uh, Joey Styles say total elimination every time? Total elimination! I <laughs> guess. Got it. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, you hit, you nailed it. Oh, my yeah. God. This match was a banger after banger, and I have to play it if I can find it. Jesus Christ, because I have so much videos here. <laughs> banger after banger. After banger, after banger, after banger, after banger, after banger. That was after banger. But I can tell you one thing was now BCC. I, I, I still, you, how would you, because if you notice, they're focusing now of building the trios title around House of Black. Now, how would you book this though? And let's say we're hitting the double or nothing. Would you have the House of Black and the Jericho Appreciate Society feud? While the elite, you know, they feud with BCC and shout out to Dom because he brought up one thing on top rope wrestle talk yesterday that got me netty and it can work four on four, the elite, the reunion versus BCC, and they bring back this person 
because he was Claudio's favorite guy of all time. And that was his former partner, Chris fucking Heroes, the kings of wrestling reuniting. <laughs> I will lose my shit if it does happen. Four on four, that will fucking work. Break Chris Hero for one time to join BCC. If let's say Brian doesn't want to come back, let's say they did the story. Hey, you, we need your help, man. These, you know, these motherfuckers over here. No, we need you. And then Brian's like, no, I'm a family man now. I just need <laughs> my kids. No, you know, they go to his house and, you know, they're like, man, fuck this guy. We have to look for another person. And then Claudia will be the one on the phone, like, I got someone in mind, guys. And okay, cool. And there you go. Chris fucking hero. There you go. Have Chris he hero. Too, because if you remember in NXT, before NXT was on the network, Chris Hero had a feud with uh, with William Regal. William Regal actually trained Chris Hero in England. So if you want to go with the whole, well, these guys have a ties to William Regal, Chris Hero does have ties to William Regal. There you go. See? There you go. So, I mean, you can make that happen. You can make that happen for heading into double or nothing. Four on four. While House of Blacks focus on, you know, on jazz. But here's the thing, though. So, so we have to wait because what about Sammy? What about Sammy gets booked in that, in that fatal four ways? And who do you put replacing Jericho with, you know, Jake Hager? Him and Brody King? That will be fine. I mean, I'm okay with we that. We saw a glimpse of that at the end there where Jake yeah. Hager might want to fight Brody King. So mm -hmm. You're right. So, I mean, we could see that, too. There's so much possibilities that we it, this could be booked, man. So, I mean, I'm stoked. I don't know, director. How would you book it, director? How would you book this, honestly? Like, look, um, so the trio's title, the Chris Hero thing that's a, I think that's a stretch because he's been so quiet right now. I, I know that he had talked on Twitter or Instagram about going to Ring of Honor or something, I, I don't remember. Um, or he took a picture with someone who was in Ring of Honor, but he's been quiet online, so he may be like some surprise, maybe that's on purpose. I'm not sure. Um, so I, I wouldn't speculate him in the Blackpool Country Combat Club, whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> You made a lot of good points about conspiracy theories, though, about the connection to Regal and all that good stuff. Um, but it's the trios. So it's going to be, I assume it's, you know, obviously Claudio, who is Ring of Honor champion. Wheeler, who is, is he still prime champion? Who? Wheeler, um, you know? Yeah, he's still pure. Yeah. Pure, pure champion. Pure. Lame. And then uh, <laughs> the other guy, um, Mox, who is not a champion at all. No. Yeah, so keep it those three. We're, we have a trio's division to build. Don't worry about adding a fourth. And then as far as who wins between Dark Order and Blackpool for the number one spot, the title shot, I'm going to have to go with Dark Order if that's the question you're asking because this is the biggest thing they've ever done. They've never been anywhere near a title shot anywhere. They may have had, like, tag title shot in the past. It may have been jobbed out to someone, but, like, they are now built as legit contenders for those belts. And Dark Order versus House of Black uh, at some point would have been a great buildup because they're basically the same faction at one point in different time frames. Uh, but I would love to see that match. That would be super sick to see like Johnny Hungy versus Brody King. Wow. That would be the shit. You got 5-7 versus 7-5. You know, that would be a good little matchup. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Man, there's so there's so. They would much still lose. They would definitely still lose. House of Black ain't losing those belts anytime soon. Oh there's no, 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 there's no one in the company right now I can see them losing to. Like I don't know who you. I don't know who you would bring in from an outside source, but they just beat the two best in the world right now. Unless you get like FTR and Wardlow, which get the fuck out of here with that. No, 
Then you might get FTR CM Punk because maybe he returns. Oh my god, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dax Harper been asking for him, make amends for him for him to come back. I mean, he's been mentioning all over his podcast, social media. He wants him to make amends. CM Punk needs a sponsor before he can be let back into a company. He needs he needs Why? a behavioral probation officer. I was all yeah, that's the only I can still run with that. I, I would run with that until the end, man. I can still go with it. <laughs> all the work. It could be a work. Maybe it could be all the work all this time. He did it say he was going to be injured for eight months. This is still seven months only. So, I mean, right. it's a work. <laughs> it's, a, it's a work. It could be. If he makes it a work, I'm just going to be like, good job, sir. I'm not going to. I'll commend him for making it. That's all. Hook, line, and sinker. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm not mad. And. Like I said, I mean, damn, there's so much, man. There's so much good shit. And then, you know, with the women's, of course, with the outcast segment. By the way, uh, Soraya got fined for saying twat on national television. I fucking, oh, my God. I love that she said it because, wow, what a slip. What a slip. I, I was like, she doesn't know that that's completely different in America. Like, she might as well have said the C word, which is domestic violence in a word. Because you can say C over there, and I mean, means the same thing as the T, and essentially just means bro or bitch or bud or asshole or pendejo or or homie. <laughs> but over here, it means <laughs> we know what it means, and it's not what she thinks it means. And I love that she slipped because, like, it's great. It's just it's cool. Yeah, find her. She can afford it. Let her let her say it every week and find it. It's like when Jordan got. Remember when Jordan was forced to wear uh, the regulated shoes in the NBA and he kept wearing his Jordans instead. And he got fined like $500,000 every game, but he was making a million every game to wear the shoes. He's like, fuck it. I can afford it. I'm wearing them. That's what she should do with that word. (laughs) (laughs) That needs to be on a shirt. What did she specifically, did she, did she say you little, I I don't want to say the word. I kind of do. It's not like a racial word. It's just no, like, it's not. It's a gross word. It's like, oh. But you, you know what I thought? I thought she said twerps. But then when I go back and this is <laughs> That's what she meant. I think that's what she meant. That's what the, that's what the word translates to over on the side of the pond. That's basically as harmless as it is over there. But over here, uh, it comes with a wife beater and a, and a, and a, and a charge. Yeah, <laughs> but twerps, twerp. I, mean, I thought she was heading to that direction to say twerps, but I think it came out say twats. I'm like, oh my gosh, she, she, she said it. I was like, she I caught that. I was like, oh, she she forgot where she was with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you are North America, but here in America, America, fuck yeah. You see, you got the. So how, do we know how much she got fined? Was it by uh, the FCC? I don't know the details. How much she got fined? I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah, yeah, because it's got to be at least like it's got to be five digits. I don't think it's that much. That's probably you don't, think, I would it's, say, you don't think it's pushing 10 grand. It's like I would say maybe years. I would say 10, maybe 10, 11. Yeah, maybe the most worth 15, it. 15, absolutely 15, worth maybe. it. Yeah, she she, she better clip it and post it to Instagram. She'll she'll get kicked, but whatever. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't <laughs> mind. Like, screw it. Let it. <laughs> hey, but I love I, this segment was awesome, and I'm yeah, seeing Riho. Really, See Rico and then uh making the save. You see how like now we got Rico involved, Sky Blue, Willow Lightendale. See, this is I think this is gonna happen. I'm telling you, you have Willow, the one who's in Ring of Honor, 
You're gonna have Athena jump in eventually. Then then Athena join the outcast. That's your fifth. Then you can have your fourth member there, along with Taya Valkyrie being the fifth member. Then you have your five originals, Britt, Jamie, Riho. Then have Jade Cargill in it. And the, the fifth one could be Willow Nightingale then. It, that could be the case. could be Willow. Um, By the way, go. Soraya got fined five grand. Oh, that's yeah. cheap. <laughs> totally five. So, I mean, that's a fat stack no matter what. That's like, you know, but that's, yeah. Yeah. Good. I mean, I love it. I mean, eh, I know it's a tough. Yes, I love the touchy spot. Yeah, Fat, she, she really went hard in the pan on the kayfabe. She definitely hit the Twitch community with that one. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely did, man. But yeah, I mean, it was a great segment. I mean, other the other segments I didn't want. It's just something really much to talk about it. I mean, okay, you had okay, you had the QT fucking. If you want to be TMZ? Uh, pointless. This really, there's something to talk about there. I don't care. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. Uh, I agree. I think, and then the only, st- I'm start. Uh, as I know I've been digressing and whining about the firm being a strong faction, but what that clip of Matt Hardy and Isaiah Cassidy tr- and Ethan Page training Stokely for Hook coming up next week. That shit, it was hilarious. I, I love it. it. It's, it's now it's getting entertainment. It's getting, and this is the next week's card right here. We have, oh man. Ooh, yeah, event. Why does, it, why does that look like the guy that Dominic Mysterio wants to be? <laughs> <laughs> that looks like oh. the Tyler Durden version of uh, Dominic Mysterio for sure. Yep. Hey, he might be that well, when he has, when he hits his thirties, probably. He's, the guy's only like twenty five. Uh, yeah, El Hijo de Bikini yeah, is only like twenty five. Give, give me a little, give me a little sentence. On, is he from AAA? Is he? Yes, AAA. He, he's the champion. Mm-hmm. What? He's the AAA mega campeon. He's the guy who, when Kenny Omega could not defend that AAA championship, won that title. So this is a matchup okay. that's been built up in AAA for a long time. So this is like you didn't win the belt because I didn't lose the belt. It's happening. Yep. Exactly. Got it. Love it. This is on Dynamite? Holy yep. shit. Fuck yeah. Look at that. coming in, And this is a main event. They're coming in hot with a guy who's never been on Dynamite that the American crowd probably doesn't know as well as other people, you know, hardcores. And they put him in the main event. Who else does that? Mm-hmm. You will not get that. You will not get uh, Roosh going to fucking Raw and main eventing against, you know, uh, Seth Rollins or some shit. You know, that would be cool. Yeah, and we're probably gonna get. We're probably gonna get. uh, That'd be really cool if we get El Hio versus like uh, Bandito, and then he becomes all elite. I'd be into it. Yeah. Bandito injured. I don't know. Bandito. 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 Bandito was just on GCW last night. Okay, cool. But I know he's all elite for sure. So I was like, where do you go after that? Yeah, to dark. <laughs> yeah, right. He went to dark pretty much. That's so, nice. I mean, yeah. So, this is next week's card coming up on Dynamite Damn. next week. Mox Steamers is Stu Grayson, of course. The Guns defending the this AW Titan Palace is Top Flight. Solid. Tony Storm, Sky Blue, and Hook versus mm-hmm. Stokely Hathaway. So, I'm looking forward to seeing how that's going to be entertaining. I feel bad for Hook because. Oh, yes. Mm hmm. She's so mm-hmm. stoked. She's like, man, I'm on TV. I'm not on dark anymore. I'm not a baddie. I'm not anything. I'm just fucking fighting the, one of the best in the world. Yeah. And it's good to see Stu back. So I think there's going to be a great match between him and Moxie. I think yeah. that's going to be very, very grudge and brawling for sure. I top, you know, the guns. I'm glad they're doing something now. They're okay. Defend the titles. All right. Good. We want to see more of the, those tag team titles. Top flight. 
I think it should be a good, solid, classic matchup, heel and face. But the main event is the one that we've been waiting for. It's just a high pay-per-view quality matchup, but we're getting it for free on Wednesday. Just so we go where we got the 96 hours ago, and this is what we're getting now. <laughs> love it, love it. So there you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you for taking the time. Two hours and eight minutes of great shit here on the COD. And man, do not forget to subscribe and follow us also, not only here on the COD, but in the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Make sure you go to bloodlineentertainmentnetwork.com to get all your updates of not only just pro wrestling, MMA, and sports as well. All of all the information in one location, and that is bloodlineentertainmentnetwork.com. Make sure you guys go there, check it out. There's great articles, a uh, bunch of incredible articles that not only from wrestling for MMA, you have Bakley's also as well, book slip, bet slip as well. That's that's us right there. You can find the audio platforms here on the right side as well. On Spreaker, you can find us there as well. You have all your you see all your articles of football, the top matches. Of course, Brett Jager, Brett Hager doing great with his articles, top 10 matches of the week. Mm -hmm. Every week he does that, he releases them out, and later on we will be in the house again as we'll be with David and Nesio Diaz. Of course, the number three ranked in the bad weight division of BKFC. So make sure, check it out. And also, out of here podcast, there's a lot of great content here, ladies and gentlemen. Bloodline Entertainment on bloodlightnetwork.com. Make sure you head there and check it all out right there. And of course, uh, let's see. Oh, great. Yes. Thank you very much. We miss you too, TK. But all the time. We do. Definitely we do. But yes, as Megan, we hear my announcement, I will be on vacation starting as of next week. I'll be back here Tuesday and Wednesday for the New Japan Final Cup and also for the MMA recap of UFC 286. Yes. Uh, I'm going to hold my tongue on that because I have a lot to say about that. But yes, <laughs> you got to watch it next Wednesday, folks, to catch it on because you want to see what's the director's cut on that. You know, and we're going to see, you know, you know, well, my opinion about it. From there, I'll be a hiatus for at least. I'll be back after WrestleMania because I'm going to have, of course, De Niro will be hosting COD where I'll be gone. And, and of course, with alongside with the director, depending director, because let the people know, director, what you got going, coming next week. Where are you going to be, baby? Tell them. I tell got them it right here. Give me one second to find my OBS button. That's it. There we go. Boom. And then I go here, drag this. You're playing Apocalypse in the Desert, March 24th, next Friday, Las Vegas, baby. A uh, bunch of bands playing the first night. A bunch of bands playing the second night. We're headlining the first night. It is super cheap. It's actually only $25 advance, $35 at the door to see. I mean, that's probably 25 bands right there alone, so a dollar a band, including us. Uh, if you want to come out, let me know. You'll be there. I make it a habit to find my friends, find my fans. I'll take pictures, high five, hug, whatever you guys want to do. Stick around, support bands from all over the country coming in, and uh, hopefully see you in Vegas. There you go. Get to see awesome the director in support. Vegas. Go support FDS, baby. That's right. And follow FDS on their social media platforms as Definitely well. Do that. Yes, it'll be on our link tree. You can find them there, FDS. Find them all right there for you guys, as well as Mr. DeLorean himself. What do we got coming up this week on the DeLorean? Where are we going to take us back in time, General? What do we got the, going? The big one is going to be tomorrow on Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. We're talking about Backlash 2001, main event being for all the titles because we have. Stone Cold Steve Austin, teaming up with Triple H, 
Steve Austin is the world champion. Triple H is the IC champion. They'll be going up against Undertaker and Kane, who are the tag team champions. And the person who gets the pinfall gets to hold all the gold. They'll be walking out of backlash with lots of gold. Definitely wow. a huge matchup. Also, oh, on that show, we have Kurt Angle versus Chris Benoit 30-minute ultimate submission matchup. We have the Queens of Danbury Rules match between Chris Jericho and William Regal, which was very entertaining. A very good hardcore match between Raven and Rhino. <laughs> Raven and Rhino in a very hardcore matchup. Stack card, you're not going to want to miss it. We're talking all about it tomorrow here, not only on COD, but on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget to subscribe. Here on the COD, hit that notification button. Also, subscribe to the Bloodline Entertainment Network as well. As well, you can follow us now on Twitch. We're COD on Twitch. On Twitch, also Bloodline Entertainment Network on Twitch. You can find us there and Discord. We're ev- we're now everywhere now moving forward because now you're going to be seeing us all over the social media. That's for sure. You're going to be seeing us. Oh, we're going to be live everywhere, baby, everywhere. So we will see you guys. Coming up later today, because the director and I gotta have a fantastic conversation yeah. with man. Our before we handle it, it's gonna be dope. Yes, it's gonna be dope. I'm looking forward. And man, like I said, don't go anywhere. If especially right here in the Bloodline Entertainment Network, don't go anywhere. Within the next hour, director and I will be back interviewing, of course, David and Desio Diaz. Then later on, within that time, eight o'clock Eastern, you will have Roto Slappers back in the house. Make sure you stay tuned. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, do all that beautiful stuff, baby. So we bid you do. And I want to say goodbye, good night. Well, good day. It's still day. It was gloomy here in our side in Southern California, you know, but I don't know how it is in, in New York. I like that. I like you through the King Omega. I bid you adieu and good night. Bang! Yes, I had to do it. Yes, but tell them what tell them what do we do, De Niro? We don't just what? We don't just what? Oh, we don't just podcast. We make history. That was it. We write the future because Tony (laughs) watches our show and everything we predict comes true. Exactly. (laughs) What a way to to be out of Good night, everybody. Good day. Must be Juju. Goodbye. And good night.